the What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is The Gay French Blade Runner. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's so true. I've never heard it described that way, but that's exactly right. <laughs> 1997, Luke Besson. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or blurry. <laughs> press play, press pause. When the Columbia Pictures logo fades to black, first frame you conceive of all black, go ahead and press pause. In a second, I'll say 3, 2, 1, unpause, at which point I'll press play. You'll press play and we'll watch the movie again. Sorry. Oh, I got too fast. Oh, I wanted to see if I could get so wrapped up there. Pop in your DVD, press play, press pause when it fades to black. And in a second, I'll say three, two, one, on pause, and we'll watch the movie in perfect sync. But you're not going to watch it, so why am I doing this part? You don't have to listen to it at the table today. Myself as always, T. Christy, my friend Brian William Fenner. Greetings. I wanted to see how fast I could do <laughs> that. That was impressive. That was, that was pretty good. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hi. Are you the mod- the very model of a modern major general? Mm, try the amazing Stokes. M- right. Multi pass. Just because <laughs> no, someone has shut to, up. someone has to do the multi pass joke for heaven's sake. Yeah. I mean, come on. That that's just it really is that's I've never heard it imagined that way, but you've crystallized the fifth <laughs> element. It's Blade Runner as done by Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. It's <laughs> wet and French and, and gay, gay and on fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, um I didn't see this um in theaters. I think I was too young, but I I, uh, I saw it later. And my first viewing experience. It's funny. This, today's my birthday, incidentally, and last night we had a party, and Dorkman yeah, and I were talking not, about not the now, See, but it's a time no, no, warp. Now thing, it's a week because The Empire Strikes Back came out on my birthday. Yes, you listening at home, it is not Teak's birthday. Don't get me anything. So don't, don't send him a message. And we were talking about this, and Dorkman made me understand my problem with the fifth element. Because uh, previously, it just made me feel weird and kind of bad <laughs> and just offsetting. Brazil does the same thing to me. And he... he said, you know, I didn't really like The Fifth Element, and then I realized, oh, it's French. Yeah. When he said that, I went, ah, yes. there it is. I totally didn't get this was a French thing. It's just, it's really, really hard to distinguish what is weird about this movie. It's just entirely just a weird-feeling movie. And then Chris Tucker shows up, and then it's really easy to distinguish. Yeah. It's it's kind of, it's a science fiction movie as as a French farce. It's, you mm. know, it's kind of like La Cage à Faux as a sci-fi movie, I wish in Nathan, a way. At, if, at times, at times it is. I want Nathan Lane to be in this. He really should have been. Hey, Chris, Tucker, have been Chris, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker yeah, was in Nathan this. Lane was probably second in line for that role. Anyway, uh, so on the whole, I think there's really interesting and cool sequences, and I love the characterizations, uh, and I really, really love um, Gary Oldman. Yes. Aside from that, this movie makes me feel creepy. Brian? I wish more crazy French bastards would make science fiction. That's about all I got. Does this play into your Apollo 13 that hasn't happened yet? <laughs> no, no. De- this is definitely a different movie than that. But uh, uh, it's sure as hell fun and visually imaginative. I mean, this is uh, c- contrasted against surrogates, which is like, here's, here's our crazy sci-fi world with no imagination involved yeah, whatsoever. There's way too much imagination in this one. There's yeah. a lot of imagination going on in here. So. Dorkman? This movie stole all the imagination. Yeah, <laughs> there's only a limited amount. Bruce Willis put it in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and snuck it into this movie. He showed up for surrogates, and suddenly all the imagination left the movie. Yeah. <laughs> just there was a vacuum created yeah, exactly. by the fifth element. He's a wormhole. It was pulled through <laughs> yes. him into the fifth element. Someday I'll have to make a movie that has no visual style yeah. <laughs> whatsoever, because this movie I'm actually borrowing I'm, from future. I visual may not style. succeed, but I'm going to try. Yeah, Dorkman. Um. I I've always loved this movie, uh, even when I was uh, even when I didn't understand. Well, you are French. How very <laughs> even when I didn't understand how very very French it was. I mean, after yeah. after watching a lot of uh, um, you know Jeanneau movies like City of Lost Children and and Amelie and Alien stuff like three, that. Four. Well, yeah. I didn't see that until recently, but yeah. you see it you but see it a bit in there too. But Alien Four see, has there's that, fr- there's yeah. French people making sci-fi again. You yeah. There's Alien Four has that vibe. You to can it. yeah, you can feel the studio's hand trying to keep that the keep French thing, keep the French out. Yeah, <laughs> but trying to, uh, try to keep the French accelerator from being pressed. <laughs> but but, uh, but it gets in there occasionally, and um, 
So knowing that just gives me a, a more of an appreciation for this movie. And yeah, I just I just love the fact that it's it's weird. It's and crazy. It's yeah, yeah. It's just like I, you know, it's it's the kind of thing. I, I I'm I'm not a huge um uh, myself a huge fan of Brazil in particular and I'm sure we'll get all kinds of shit for that. No, but well, um, I, I like it so there you go. So yeah. hold save, save those cards and letters. But I I do um uh I have the same feeling for a movie like this as I do for a lot of Gilliam stuff where it's like I that's what it is what it is. Well, I I'm I'm goddamn glad someone's making weird ass movies like that. Yeah. You know, just to just to keep that energy in there somewhere. It's, it's like, like an endangered animal. Yeah. But I but I do also think that this happens to be a um a great movie and and very interesting in a lot of ways. Cool. Trey? I 97? Yeah. I the weird thing about what what my first memory of this movie was where did that come from? Because <laughs> you know, when I realized oh Bruce Willis did this movie called The Fifth Element and and uh, then when I saw it it was like Wait, this movie is huge, and this is still back in '97. I mean, this is right around when I was doing Starship Troopers, where huge movies were—you knew who was making the huge movies. You knew someone was making Titanic. You knew someone was making Starship Troopers. You knew someone was making Jurassic Park. This was one of the first movies, and in, in, and I'm in—I was in the business, you know, much more than I am now in terms of the visual effects business. That someone made this entire colossal visual effects movie that I had never even heard of. Yeah, I didn't this, even know it was happening. This is an you were too busy movie, working on your other sci-fi action movie by a foreign director with a weird mixed reaction. That's correct. And, uh, in and 1997. I, and I was like, where did this come from and who made it? And wh- what? And, uh, you know, and it was... Are they hiring? Yeah. What's happening to my face? It, yes, and why, and, and why do my feet hurt? And, uh, and so then when I saw it, it was like with no expectations whatsoever. I had no idea what it was. I don't think I saw it in the theater, though. I finally saw, caught it on video. And yeah, it totally... Caught me by surprise because it was so unlike right. any any kind of that kind of movie that people would make, and and so I was, I enjoyed it mostly for the fact that it wasn't just another sci-fi movie. Absolutely. It was clearly had a different sensibility at work, which sometimes I found completely over the top. But I think, like you, I kind of went, but hey, they went for it, mm-hmm. you know. And by gosh, talk about they talk about setting out to do something and doing it. And it was, if you sort of surrendered to it and just kind of said, this is really kind of a wacky combination of. It, I think you've. You know, you already buried the lead. It's like it's Blade Runner as a French farce, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, in a way. It's like a, some kind of, you know, Moliere does sci-fi thing. Um, and I actually do enjoy most of it. And I uh, I think that, uh, you know, Mila Jovovich was kind of a revelation. Like, wow, hey, yeah, she's uh, fun to look at and um, nice eyes. And uh, and also, I think... Those I, are I, her eyes, right? Yeah, those are yeah, the, the big round things. Um, <laughs> no, th- no, no, those on her eyes. Higher up. And, and the other thing that uh, I have to... Sometimes this can not pay off, but I, 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 as much as I don't particularly like Chris Tucker's performances in general, and I'm not sure I like his performance in this one, I do give him credit for bravery. Yeah, and no, this he is, went for this, it. This is a career p- potential career killer of a of a role that he t- undertook here. That you know, yeah. this is the kind of thing that you know he could have been the Ahmed Best of, uh, right. of 1997. Unfortunately, um, Ahmed Best took the title instead. Yeah. But uh, this was a, well, we bra- a know, brave role that he. We took didn't on. know Jar Jar Binks was coming, so yeah, we exactly. didn't we didn't know that obnoxious sci fi uh, yeah. sidekicks were going to be the thing. I thought I always thought he was ridiculous and funny. Yeah. I, I was just amused. He's like he's like Uber Prince. Yeah, like five hundred yeah. years in the future, it's Prince with a dick what, for what hair. Happens, yeah, and you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just, I just, I, I have to say, I do admire an actor for going for it. It doesn't always work. Sometimes you go, oh my god, you know, and it becomes unwatchable. <laughs> but uh, I think in terms of bravery, I would put Chris Tucker up there with Johnny Depp as uh, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and you know, for performances that are really, really out there, and uh, and it kind of worked. Cool. So you have your DVD synced up to the point where the Columbia logo has faded to black. In a second, I'm going to press play. So get your mouse or remote ready. Three, two, 
one, unpause. And we're in. For the next 25 minutes, we're going to be looking at space shots. I want to talk about... Ooh, space. How, uh, how Wait, I thought we were doing Fifth Element, not 2001. Yeah. No, no, there's... I, I had never seen the beginning of this movie, or maybe I haven't seen it in forever, but there's a lot to it, and I realized... I was watching it when everyone got here, and I was in the beginning part of it. And I was telling Darkman, I'm disappointed because the beginning of this movie is really, really interesting and cool. And then the rest of it is what it is. Uh, and then he's like, well, no, this is probably, it's it's the same vibe. It's just in Egypt. Um, I didn't get that it was supposed to be funny or weird or make everyone feel like that. <laughs> so I was just watching it and I, everyone else seemed to like it. And I was like, but it makes me feel weird and no one seems to notice. Yeah, this I'm, movie is clearly supposed to be I was weir- funny. I, I was worried it was sneaking up on On a me. lot of levels. It wasn't, it wasn't clear to me when I was 12. Mm. And Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Who remembers that Luke Perry is in this thing? I do. Who remembers I remember, Luke Perry? But yeah. it's he's in the first, you know, he's in the first sequence, and then mm-hmm. he's gone to get front. Uh, oh, is he the pretty guy building. that's drawing pictures? Yes. Hmm. He seemed out of place. When it's I was so watching. weird. Yeah. Anyway, it's a very 2001. Really. Yeah, this does go on for a bit, doesn't it? Mm. it yeah, it does. They're padding it out. They're just stretching. Well, it's it out. also it's also um uh, oh we don't normally end up talking about the music because we kind of end up just skipping over it unless it's John Williams. But um uh, I think uh, Eric Serra's score is really good, really cool. It's one of the few uh, when when this movie came out, I bought the soundtrack and I just like listened to it over and over again whenever I was like working, like writing or doing whatever. So I'm very familiar with the soundtrack to this movie. <laughs> is the soundtrack um, all this ambient? No, no. In fact, this <laughs> wow. this isn't on there, but um, it's oh, very... Oh, I was going to say, because this is badass. This it sounds tr- like Aphex Twin. Yeah, no, the the soundtrack is actually very kind of weird and Mediterranean, and in oh, a no, lot of ways very feel. French. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is definitely... It's on the menu. Th- that, that'll cue you that it's really French. Well, every one of these the, damn names in the credits and, is French. What the hell? Yeah. Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. It is a very uh, 2001 style yeah. opening, which I would, what I would guess is kind of a setup for the joke that is the rest of the movie. Right. Kind of... Here, we'll expect this, you know, slow, stately science fiction yeah. film that and, you've seen before. And now Chris Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> and then, boom. And this this came right, you know, about, um, uh, like you said, I think a lot of people didn't really know what this movie was when they went to see it. So also at the Same as Starship Troopers. Also at the beginning, it's it's kind of giving you, um, you know, it, there, it is giving you a little bit of a red herring in, in the expectation because this was a year after Independence Day, too. And mm-hmm. so we've got this... Slow approaching giant ship coming to right. the the planet, but yeah. then they turn and out they, to be the, the good desert guys. Egypt's yeah. mythology. Involved it's it's kind of Stargatey. It's, it's like, Stargate, yeah. It's kind of like the Terror of Tiny Town right now. It's like it's, it's an all dwarf Egyptian <laughs> movie. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> they're Jawas, but it's hot outside. That's right. They're just Jawas with their hoods down. Okay. Is that racist? What? Dorkman? What? What? As racist? Co- as racist commissioner? Yeah. What'd you say? Is calling the little Egyptian kids Jawas racist? I don't know. I think they did hire little Egyptian kids, didn't they? Or Tunisian kids? Tunisian kids. kids. Yeah. So it's not racist. <laughs> racist commissioner says we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Aziz Light. I love that. I, that's that's the one line that people remember from The Fifth Element for some reason. It is? It is? Yes. <laughs> God what? damn it. Really? Okay. On, on what planet? Other than... Uh, other than um, what's Multipass? It? Multipass, yes. Yeah, Multipass. Multipass. Even and, I know that one. And Chris Tucker saying Corbin a bunch of times. Yeah. Corbin. Corbin, Corbin. So, uh, uh, shapes of uh, circles and triangles. To, to oh, Reedy's so Steve Reedy's here, here so, now, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, visuals of uh, circles and triangles play very uh, prominently, particularly circles, and especially when it comes to Gary Oldman's character. Mm. He's almost always 
got a circle behind him. Do you know why? I don't. It just is. Is there, a, is there like... <laughs> is there... It was pointed It was pointed out in the behind the scenes. They're like, yeah, the visuals. We were going for circles. And, but then they just kind of move on. They just move on. Is there any pattern to be deduced from looking at where the circles show up? Uh, it's usually uh, center frame a lot of times. Not time. where they <laughs> show up physically well, the in the movie. But, but, I don't oh. know. Let's, like, let's take uh, a look and see if we can deduce it. I'm sure circle because it's like this is a cyclical thing and yada yada and whatever. Um, the really, elemental nature yeah. of the building blocks of the universe. But then I'm apparently, sure. apparently, Bruce Willis usually has rectangles behind him, like the shape of doors and stuff. That's but funny Zorg because has Bruce Willis is kind of a circle-faced kind of dude. Yeah, he's got like a perfect sphere for a head. It's interesting because it's never clear what exact religion this is supposed. Just I mean, kind of yeah, weird priority yes, thing. Yes, there, there yeah. is. It, it's clear what the religion is because it's the aliens and stuff. But it's like. There's some hints of Catholicism, like they call him Father and stuff like that, and he's got the monk robes and stuff like that, but this is just kind of an alternate. It's not even really trying to be our world. It's sort of an uh, an alternate, just one step to the side where everything is French world. And uh, <laughs> are you talking about this, uh, this, this in this, this scene? And this, all that. Yeah, well, yeah. it's kind of like the it's the it's uh, kind of like the indie, the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like this weird sort of offshoot that's secret, so we don't know what they're right. about. They're the ones who actually know what's really up, and they protect it from pe- people knowing about it. So that's why we don't recognize this There's particular sect. Some some they don't drag it on too long, but the the tension in that moment is fun. Where we know the cup is poison, or we assume that something yeah. horrible is in that cup, and we have to assume it's poison. Bad, it is a little uh, fortuitous that right when someone's about to figure it out, they show up. Yeah, interesting. Now these uh, this priory guys, you know, they've had a bit. They're gonna have a big century because right now it's this, and then in like twenty years, it's gonna be the uh, Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that was kind of true historically. I mean, the the early twentieth century was King Tut's tomb, and really Carter, making, yeah. yeah, making a lot of Troy and making big discoveries. You know. For, ancient history because we started to like pay attention to that stuff about a hundred years ago again they were wandering around like in the shadows the the the, the jawas they were wandering around like zombies for some reason <laughs> like it was about to become that kind of movie like <laughs> they're here that's a rad shot yep that's yeah. sort of like oh okay what's hap? what did not see that what coming? is this movie yeah did not expect that it looks like a bee the the, the thing with a little stinger on the end <laughs> i was gonna say an upside down turd but Yours is probably better. Also that. <laughs> yeah. also that. Those look like bees. So I feel like these people should be panicking or something. They don't know. Well, it's 1914. They haven't turned around. And a giant, he hasn't, he hasn't, no, not them. The kids outside. They were just oh. watching it. They were Spielberging while the alien spaceship came down. Yeah, Meanwhile, these guys have never seen a plane. Uh, I they're not it, there anymore. We don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they've run off on their tiny donkeys. Maybe they are panicking. <laughs> Luke Perry is not handling it well. I think that I think there's a Luke Perry didn't handle much well. I think if, I think if you encounter something for which you have no frame of reference, I think you don't know how to react. You just kind of go, "Huh?" You know, you don't quite know what to do about it. And then, in fa- fact, there's that there's the urban myth, which is a myth, but but um, you know c- <laughs> comes a little bit from uh, reality to an extent. Where the the myth is that. Um, the Native Americans saw the pilgrim ships coming, but because it was so outside their fr- frame of reference, they literally could not see them. Right, which is Retarded. not Makes true no at all because they had boats. Yeah, so they just right. saw, oh, so they, it's a big boat. Yeah, really exactly. Big, so, so I'm, I'm sure they didn't understand what it was. Right. being so far outside their frame of reference, but no, it did not affect their optical pathways. <laughs> and then here come the here come the Gamorian guards. Here come the Vogons. Yes, gonna read some poetry to y'all. That's why the guy looks so sad. This, this guy's really into his work. Oh yeah! You really, seriously, you should turn around. <laughs> I like the way their voice works. 
Are you German? That's hysterical. How are you feeling about the uh, the puppetry? And he's even just like, I don't know what that is, but I, no. I feel bad for the guys who are walking around in those things. Because there's, there's clearly just one puppeteer in there. Yeah. It's, so he's waving a stick over his head. Yeah, he's probably the guy, I presume, instead of being done by the guy who's also carrying that whole load, which can't be easy to Wait, do. Wait, why is he so concerned about the people? He's like, he was about to discover everything. It's like, if you have a problem with that, don't write it on fucking walls where <laughs> yeah, people can hey, yeah. walk up don't and Don't tell see the whole story. Uh, yeah. Especially when you have a hidden compartment that only you can get to. If you need to carve the yeah. history on walls, put it in the secret spot. Yeah, I wouldn't be standing here reading it if you hadn't put the story on the very wall that we shouldn't be yeah, opening. exactly. But this guy is taking. He's all taking of this it all well. quite well. He's really sort of like, oh, okay, that's kind of what I figured was going to. Yeah, be the he's case. like, he's like, well, Spock. wow. I'm just going to say wow about this one. That's that's an interesting choice of light placement, which I'm, you know, I'm sure there was much discussion about. Oh yeah, it would be fun to production design this movie. I think that's probably the strongest suit of the movie. Oh sure, the the, the suits they're wearing, you mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Probably the strongest suit. Wah, wah. See, that was cool. Yeah, I was struck by this. I always thought this was like a really interesting statue. That this uh, this statue is you don't see one like that normally, and the what it implies is really bizarre. It's like, hmm, some kind of sarcophagus implying eternal torment of some. Yeah, kind. that's what it looks like. Just shrieking. Which, of course, is very different from what we actually find out its purpose is. Yeah. And and the the element that it represents, I, fi- I, think- I, I like that they have velvet wherever they come from. Yeah, because uh, you want to keep the stones nice. Well, yeah. if they're from space, it's probably velour. That's uh-huh. true. It's space velvet. <laughs> While we're rapidly approaching the end of the sequence, that really a, needs he, no commentary. He's got Han's gun. He's got a he's got a mouser in there. I do love the uh, illustrations that they use for earth, water, air, and fire. It's a very clever system they have with just the lines being wavy mm-hmm. in a different direction. Very simple. Yeah, I, I really that I was going to say I, I like that too. That it's it's sort of an easily graspable kind of oh okay, it's a nice little motif. You know, these guys are fun. I mean, again, as you said, the production design, uh, unjokingly, the strong suit. That there really is some some fun, crazy, over the top production design in this whole movie. And these guys, these these critters, whatever they are, are, are certainly your first clue as to how, what this movie is going to be like. This movie is very much like Star Wars in my mind. Where like I cannot imagine. You know, having seen <clears throat> a couple of feature films get produced in the amount of time crunch that they inevitably always are under, the amount of production design, just the sheer amount of different shit that you right. have to create out of thin air. Yeah. And that's why when I saw this movie, I was like, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is, you know, huge. Just those, you know, just this, these guys alone, these characters alone are a major undertaking. And this is yeah. just the, the beginning of the thing. They, are, they, they don't even come back. They're just for the exactly. sequence. Practically. This is all they do. All I got for Luke. I don't Bess- under. I don't understand how this works. By the way, the guy got shot, so now the door is closing. And also, why can't you open it from the other side? Stop panicking. Just use the key in your yeah, finger. Yeah, you have a key there. I don't understand. Yeah, he's about to extend it, and then his hand gets crushed, which somehow kills him. I guess. We are going to die. Yeah, seriously. I mean, in in Aliens, they had how many alien suits? Like three or four. And that was for the entire movie. That was about them. Yeah. yeah. And in this movie, you've got at least that many guys for just this opening sequence, and you never see them again. Yeah. We see them briefly when they're being attacked by the Mangalores, but, true, but I mean, true. they would have shot it, I'm sure, you know, uh, same, the same day. Yeah. Just go around back, all right, now sit in the cockpit. Yeah. We're going to do this. That guy's going to get fried. Yeah. There he goes. And then he gets burned. This was a big uh, digital domain show. Yeah. Um, and in fact, they have a. Um, uh, they, there's a book on like digital domain 
uh, that that largely uses uh, the Fifth Element because I think it was hmm. the biggest the biggest project to date when the book was written. How old were they at this point? Um, Eight or six, maybe something like that. Yeah, around about that. They're all they're, oh, yeah. they were all children, Brian. <laughs> that was what I was. Stop yeah. staring at me. And then here's this like <laughs> boom, we're in a whole other whack ball scene. And uh, oh look, it's Brad Munchausen. But um, the uh, the fact Speaking that of Terry Gilliam, yeah, the fact that uh, what's funny is you expect to go like modern day. No, they skip us entirely, and now it's three hundred yeah. years in the future, like yeah. Egypt, nineteen fourteen, three hundred years later. That's kind of a Star Destroyer. It's a very clear Star Wars But it's like it's like it's like a Star Star Destroyer that's been like. Like when you don't like the crusts on your sandwich, you just cut them off. Like it's just, <laughs> down. It, it's just been trimmed into a little square, the middle part that's a square. That is one of the things about this movie is that it, all, while there are you know certainly many wild, striking production design touches, every so often you'll go, well, I've kind of seen that before, where it's got uh-huh. it, it, suddenly there'll be something that feels kind of familiar. Certainly the pseudo-Star Destroyer is one of them. Helps to ground you, I guess, in, in this yes, exactly. very strange world. I don't like the president. It's the future, black president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how we know. It's the future. I, is this guy? He seems like he's not an actor or something. He seems like he he's like a weird stunt casting thing because he he like did always he, he doesn't seem to be very good. I think that's a, I I I may be overthinking it, but I think that's supposed to be the gag where he's like the least competent or interesting person yeah. and somehow managed to become president of the world. Uh, it's, it's well, that's like very that, hitchhiker. It's <laughs> like that uh, idiocracy gag where the president is a prof- former professional right. wrestler. Yeah, we say gag now. I'm gonna stick oh, with. God. I'm gonna stay with hitchhikers. But he was. Uh, this was the guy who. Um, he's Zaphod. <coughs> uh, no, the, the the president here. He was in the Dark Knight. That's gonna say he's the guy. He's the guy, that, who, he's the guy with oh, the, yeah, the yeah. remote. Yeah, he throws the remote out the window. I'm gonna do what you should have yeah. did. Yeah, ten it's like, minutes ago. Yeah, and that was a great role for him. It was great. And there's uh, Brian. Um, what's his name? Oh, damn it, Brian something. Ian Holm. Ian Holm. No, no, Brian, the oh, the replicant. The um, what? I'm right here, Trey. <laughs> Brian James, is it? I don't know. Supposedly, from the moment he starts speaking, it is exactly twenty seconds. So, and what does okay. that mean? Huh? Well, well, because the uh, the the president, the president says, says you have, you have 10, 20 seconds. So supposedly, his speech actually oh, takes well. precisely twenty seconds. Well, wouldn't that be nice? That's, so that's awesome. 10? Most movies don't bother. Yeah, Dorkman's leaning over to watch the counter. I am. Yeah. Huh? Hey, look! It's uh, he's got he's got a, he's got a Vulcan assistant there. That that was that was about twenty seconds. Yeah. Uh, 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 subtracting the president's interruption That was 20 seconds Do you think the president would subtract his interruption? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think the president knows the meaning of the word subtraction This, this fellow here is, uh, the, uh, Who's, who's uh, Bruce Willis' kind of nemesis is, uh, you know, He's Leon the Replicant from Blade Runner oh. And his name is Brian Oh um, The guy we first see the interview with right? Yeah, exactly yeah. Let me tell you about my mother That's, Yeah uh, and he was also uh, in Forty Eight Hours, and Forty Eight Hours Two, and a bunch of other. He was he was sort of he's he's passed away now, but uh, he was uh, he was sort of the go to heavy in the eighties and, and in the nineties. One of your one of your go to guys for that kind of role. I'm trying to put my finger on what makes this movie weird. I can't figure out exactly what it is. We we actually just, just talk about the production design. Yeah, you look at it and you're like nothing. Like why is it's he a got mixture? That weird it's it's such a mixture. Shit. Like it's like it's got we sort of have a little. This is more like Brazil. Now it's kind of skewing into Brazil as far as the look. With these people with these bizarre kludgy outfits, you know, and their little uh, scanners and things like that. It sort of Empire Strikes Back meets Brazil <laughs> in some strange French way. I would go Blade Runner in Brazil. That's an interesting moment where uh, they're deciding whether or not to attack, and the president's like, I have a doubt. And the military guy's like, I don't, and <laughs> yeah. just does it. Never mind. I, did you destroy it? Just I'm the president. about to. No, don't do that. It seems to be absorbing the energy. 
Oh, okay. that's what someone in another sci-fi movie would say. And at so, least. so this is a what the hell and why are they shooting at it and what's going on? No, it's just increasing in size. Anyone, anyone who's seen this movie, who now what? Oh, this what's is happening? This is the evil. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's reappeared exactly. But they don't know what it is. They found a thing in space and they're shooting at it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They were, as they the militaries want to do. They're trying to solve the problem by shooting. They were they were they were shooting a probe at it, and then they were like, "Oh, uh, that might piss it off," and they're like, "Fuck it," and they shot it. And it did piss it oh, off, okay. so then they shot it some more, and it pissed it off. Well, more. once again, you know, what do you expect from the French? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, sure, right, I Always know. shoot first, ask questions later, those guys. No, yeah, I was going to no. say, certainly not war. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. No, the, this, is the, this is the message they're sending us. Ah. Is, uh, oh, I get it. You know, uh-huh. this, is, this is never the answer. What I know, the little mummy quote there. That's very nice. Bruce, Even before Bruce the mummy was made. Yeah. I don't know why it makes people's heads bleed chocolate, but it does. It does. And I don't... It, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis with hair. I'm sorry, it's just been too long. I can't deal with Bruce Willis with hair, <laughs> especially blonde hair. That's just wrong. He had blonde hair and surrogates. I know. Or did felt, he? And it was yes, and it felt wrong there too. Blonde wavy hair, which is even worse. What else but, has Luke Besson done? Did he do the Romeo and Juliet one? Did, That's Baz Luhrmann. Did, yeah. did the Messenger? Uh, he, he did anything that Mila Jovovich did up to this point. Uh, he did um, the Messenger he, was certainly one of their big ones. He produced Unleashed. He didn't direct it, as I recall, but he produced it. What's he done since? I don't know something. I'm sure. Uh, what, he was doing t- some TV. I can't Luke remember. Luke Besson, he didn't did. he do yeah. the professional? That's not yes. Luke Besson? Yes. yes. No, no that is. I love yeah. the professional. But that was before this, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Natalie Portman was a sexy nine year old. I'm just saying, say, say, like, you guys are like, who's Luke Besson? It's like, isn't that the guy who did that movie mm-hmm. that you like a lot? It's, it's interesting. It, it, again, it's, it's this. The, the weirdness of it, like you say, it's like Blade Runner, but because it's like. You look at his little doghouse that he lives in and, and all of that, so it's like this dystopian future, but at the same time, there's this weird optimism to it somehow, yeah. you know? And it's, it's like, like it's really horrible, but everyone's okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just, well, and he lives in New York, so it's, that's, that is, as we talked about, projecting the current into the future, <laughs> yeah, right. that is exactly, exactly. what. The fact that it just yeah, it's a nice little thing that they have all these little touches that they don't go into in huge detail. It's just sort of this: this is the world, you know. This is the world that this guy lives in. He has he has little plastic fake fish, and he, <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the cigarettes crack me up. And it's know, a, and it's occasionally just you know, uh, if you, if you were tempted to ask a question uh, like the the, uh, the metal plate there that magnetizes the coffee pot, mm-hmm. yeah. never noticed that before. Yeah, just little touches where it's like, oh uh, wait, how? If you might be tempted to distract yourself, going, wait, how does that work? He's like, I'll give you a shot. Yeah, that explains yeah. how it works, so you don't have to worry about it. And meanwhile, he's on the phone anyway, so fuck it. You weren't, ca- you didn't care what he yeah. was yeah. doing. So it's, I mean, it's actually very, the, uh, you know, it's very visual storytelling. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. I love the cross-eyed cat. Yeah, <laughs> like the the I I I'm sure you know that's just the cat, but I love the casting of that cat. Like the she actually does kind of just rot her brain on TV all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the fact that, you know, Chris Tucker is so over the top that even Cat's like, whoa, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just that guy is freaking me out. <clears throat> that's a beautiful little visual yeah, joke Yeah, I love there. that. <laughs> that's a great bit. And I love how, how cool he is about it. He's like, because this is something that happens all the time, too. He's like, all right, well. Hey, he's a military special ops guy, yeah. so he knows he can, he can deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. This guy, I wonder how you cast this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me the cash. Like you, you are high and strung out on future drugs. That's Go. Right. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like show the, me, uh, show me what your take on that is. Yeah. yeah. 
It was like the uh, the actor in uh, who's been in other things too, but that uh, was like the uh, there's the guy in Waterworld. <laughs> not for sale, not for sale. What do you mean not for sale? Not for sale. Everything for sale. It's like another one of those potentially like wow, you might never work again if you want to commit to that performance. And then and then the gag where how many times has he had to deal with this? So no <laughs> he wonder said, he's so chill about there it. There you go. I'll put it with you. It's, <laughs> thanks for dropping by. Apparently, apparently there's a lot of space above and below. These apartments. Yeah, it's uh, to either side, but not side to side. Yeah, what is up there? I love the dance. I love the dance he does, just to be like, <laughs> yeah, my hat, and I'm just gonna dance, and everything's fine. So yeah, his whole like his little refrigerator gag, which will come in down. Now I had, I love the retro futuristic flying cab thing, the, mm-hmm. whatever the hell this thing is. It's very fun and very fun design. And uh, but but uh, we should say that even though this was a large digital domain uh, feature, their largest, I believe, um, to to this time, um, it's largely models. Where the city is models, yeah, and yeah. and most of the cars we see going by are uh, model work. So more like model domain. Ooh, yeah. analog domain, brand. analog. Do- yeah, fine. <laughs> early early Coruscant to an extent as well. The, yeah, the or late Blade yeah. Runner. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or late Blade Runner, exactly. <laughs> early Coruscant to late, late Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. So right in the middle, right in the middle between the two. Very nice. So Ian Holm, of course, I mean, because it goes without saying, we, we alien. have to say alien, of course, yes. And Garden State. Sure. Is he in Garden State? Yes, he yeah, is. He is. Okay. He's Fair at Crafts Dad. Oh, oh, yes, of course, of course, of course. I'd yeah. like to know how they figured out that uh, the evil's intent is to exterminate life because presumably they've stopped it before <laughs> before it could do that. So how do they know that's what it was going to do? They're just guessing. Although about I guess it could, can call you on the phone, as we discover later. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sure. And why Earth? I'm sure they have you know old books somewhere. The, we got the that's that's where the stones are. I guess no, that's where, that's that's where, they where, they but that's where but the stone room is. But that's where the stone room is because it comes to Earth. So they they have it there because. It's, but Time I'm like, travel. why Earth? There's there's. The Mondashiwan, there's the Mangalore, there's uh, Flossed in Paradise, there's all these other places with life. Why has it got to fuck with us? What's that about? It hates Egyptians. Yeah. <laughs> it hates the Same reason TV shows are always set in, the, in, in America. Yeah. Because that's where everything important happens. Yeah. Except when it's in Egypt. But that's only in the past. But that's only to set up the important stuff that happens in America. To Americans, yes. yes the Americans yes. have to go to Egypt for something important to happen there. Exactly. Because otherwise, <laughs> what, what would be the point? This is... You know, you could have gone uh, above or below. Just saying. Oh, that's the old... Uh, <laughs> just gone right by him. The old cry most of science fiction. Now, these guys, mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings about these guys. Because Why? I think, that, I think the articulation on their faces is pretty good. You it's, know? it's it's often a little just sort of flip-flop, um, as opposed to... Um, actually, you, you referenced the um, the Vogons. The, uh, the Vogons are an, an example, and not surprising because they were Henson, um, an example of actually really a face very much like that with amazing lip sync that really works. And these guys are more like, and you just kind of dub it. But who knows? They might have been speaking French at the time. So, you know, you take what you can get. Yeah, it was perfectly matched at the time. Yes. It's like if you heard in the original French. Yeah. This lip sync is, is, is magnifique. That's like you haven't read Shakespeare until you've read him in the original German. You haven't watched Fifth <laughs> Element until you've watched it in the original <laughs> French. French. Shakespeare was German? 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 No, it's That's a it's a, a Nazi thing it... where the Nazis like to claim that Shakespeare was actually German. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, hey, there's... Well, that's, there's... Where, that's where the joke in Star Trek VI comes from, where they say, oh, Shakespeare was actually a Klingon. See, circles for Zorg. It's a joke about anyway. that. Oh, there he is in a circle. Look at that. 
a very a very discreet circle. It doesn't have like a neon this, light uh, around it. This this look for him is just look at it. is just genius. It's just you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where you said you sort of like, okay, here's my idea for what Gary Oldman's going to look like in this movie. Okay, really, gay Hitler. Yeah, nah. but by golly, it works. There's also I've I've seen people um uh people saying in all serious if if the about like the Bible and, and translating it into different languages or redoing it. If English was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for yeah, me. Yeah, well, have to translate <laughs> no, it to no, actually, language. no. That that was for that was for um, people arguing about teaching Spanish in schools and stuff like that. Uh, They're like English was good enough for Jesus, so it's good enough for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. In oh, all yeah. seriousness, it's, come on. You know how ignorant people are. So. Oh, that's that's awesome. Why was that? So that see this this always did confuse me a little bit hmm. because. It's got like its hand on like a, a throttle or something, so it seems like they're going to reconstruct one of the Mondashiwan, but it's actually the Fifth Element statue, which is biological, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was a sarcophagus. It's not a statue. I mean, the, the 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 whatever was inside of it wasn't that, mm. isn't that the idea? I th- I don't know. Frozen, <laughs> frozen never you're the one who's seen the movie before. <laughs> I've seen it several times, oh, and okay. I still don't quite. Understand I was under the impression that that that, that you know, it's not a statue; a it's a sarcophagus, oh. and the thing is contained inside. So so is the fifth. But uh, but but Mike has a point. The fact that at no point would the sarcophagus have a hand on his on the yeah model. yeah. This, it uh, seems yeah, like the they're going to reconstruct one of the Mondashi one, but they're which not. is what they're going for. I mean, that's yeah. a purposeful fake out on right. They think they are, and then they're like, what? Although we don't know what the Monashi one looked like either. with the pretty lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen this in a while. The Fifth Element is love? Yeah. Yes. Well, the Fifth El- this is actually a subversive French uh, uh, reboot of Captain Planet. <laughs> it's heart. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> actually, according, according to Luc Besson in, in interviews, apparently, the, the Fifth Element is not just love. It is specifically fucking. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Well, I I think if you want to get technical, the, that is probably required for uh, yeah life. for life and, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was I always went with love though. <laughs> I think that's more accessible. Yeah, yeah. But that's especially te- at family but reunions. But I, I will say, French. technically, that's not required. Yeah, that's um, true. For life to continue. That's true. So here's a fun wacky scene. There's yeah. always that. Yeah, and this, this is. I good. mean, visually, this scene is amazing in terms of mm-hmm. effects and. It's and almost, the, it's almost and like she's sort of a, uh, a, a a sexy French version of Hellboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the music. I love this. Oh, brain, 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 brain. What is um, brain? The the music <laughs> is actually very yeah, thank you Brian nice brain try. here <laughs> brain brain what is brain what is brain brain and brain what is brain so there's some great computer graphics going there great <laughs> screen display yeah crazy crazy how you can have this astounding visual effect sequence here and then you cut to the screen and it's yeah, like it's well that's the gag obviously yeah, it's like it's done on an Amiga, on an Amiga I like that <laughs> it separates the fact that they're like yeah well um. It is interesting to me that they I would like I would like to understand why this technology exists in such a robust and and, and state of the art yes. form. Like yeah. what do they normally do with it? Yeah, it's 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 a little bit of like uh like uh, another movie we talked about like wow, you could really kind of extrapolate a lot of things about what would happen to society if yeah. this was possible. Like, well, we've got his toe, let's let's bring him back. Yeah. Let's rebuild him. And rebuild him, you know, that the 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 usual uh uh, science fiction cloning fallacy. Hello, there. memory. Rebuild yeah. with all the memories yeah. that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, we exactly. need as well. Hello. well that's, a, that's an issue in Star Trek that they explore, or they mention, and they once. have the blow, blow, the, up button. I get yeah, maybe this is like the small like Jurassic Park. They're like, yeah. what, it's a bunch you, of DNA. What's it do? I don't know. Let's build it. You don't know what's, <laughs> what's going to come what out, but you got the you got the eject button. They're like, nope, didn't want that. Didn't want that there. No, but in Star Trek, technically, that you can use the transporter. The next, 
whenever you jump in the transporter, it has yeah. a memory of it's making you. It's making right. you over again. Yeah. So theoretically, if you were to die on an away mission, you can just go, oh well, we'll just. And actually, yeah, you know, the computer memory. weird, crazy segue is that was something that was always prescribed exactly. in the in the writer's Bible that no, we don't ever ever do that. Except um, they do that in an early TNG episode. Refresh they can never cash. do it again. Exactly, and uh, and you would think that that would you know it's like if well if someone important died and a friend of mine wrote a spec script that they said absolutely not, which that was the foundation of it is because someone was so critical, um, they actually did go against their own rules and recreate them from a, from a transporter data. Um, and it was a really fun script, but the TNG powers that be said, no, no, we, the, the Federation would never do that. These are This is uh, probably early days in the production because you can see the roots of her hair, whereas <laughs> later whereas later they put a, put a wig on because the dye was just fucking up her hair so much. They just put an orange wig on her for most of production mm-hmm. after that point. And it looks much better. She is adorable. She really is. She really is going for it. And she is. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, you know, by this point, she'd done X number of movies with Luke and, you know, kind of knew what she was doing. She's in for. part of what really sells this movie, I think, in she a She totally lot of ways. does. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's, she's great. She commits. And, and, it's and almost like, like she's the heart of the movie. You might uh, say. Huh. She's the fifth element of the movie. The, this has been down in front. You can only find us. <laughs> yeah. I, uh,. I where's, like where's uh, that big red button? Yeah. Just press that right now. I like her. I like I like the Resident Evil movies mostly because of her. I think she really is just uh, she's great to watch and she's uh, you know great. She, uh, she's another one of those like I'm so glad that there's actresses like this who are who will do movies like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, aren't we lucky yeah. that they exist? And uh, and they really help make them work. Why is he being such a shithead to her? I don't understand. Because she's some alien weird thing. Also, she's got you know a nice well, nice ass. She's a person though. She looks like a person. You think he'd well, her, um you can kind of see in that very quick okay, shot. Okay, red the, button time, people. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have a scramble it button. You can see the outline of where the glass was mm. scored. Mm-hmm. Oh, picky, picky, picky. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just saying. <laughs> so wait, the finger was from the hand was from the ship that crashed. Yes. So Which, does that mean that there's beautiful little naked women running those robots? No, she's. They thought so, but apparently she was what was inside the fifth element statue somehow. So she is literally the embodiment of love and fucking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that and that's true in real life too. Uh, I want. <laughs> I think, I think it, you is, could you could just extend fresh. it to humanity in a sense. This look you know, is so Mobius. Really These to. guys are so Mobius, Gerard. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, but uh, it very seems very inspired by um, proto heavy metal, the original heavy metal movie, and uh, you know, early Omni magazine and so on. They remind me very much of um, Brazil. Which has that same kind of vibe too, yeah. but that 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 helmet shape, I think it's just it's so so very heavy metal magazine. Why you can really see the roots there? Yeah. Well, okay. Why would they leave the roots? When you well, dye your hair, you go to the roots too. Yeah, but occasionally you just can't. I don't know. I don't know. There's okay. no reason for her character who maybe was just they born maybe they thought it roots. looked nicer to to you know have the kind of blend of. Colors. Why is your hair orange? None of this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that part's not supposed it's to. It's crazy gay in French. Just yeah. go with it's it. It's just French right. and neon. That's she has right. orange hair because it's a French movie. Stop. That was that was such a, a nice little joke there, Teague. I, I don't want. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin it by explaining it. Mm-hmm, it's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the cool. People. Is that in on the right side? Is that my hair actual, wasn't uh, red when I was born? That, that's not a, yeah, a, a, any kind right. of alphabet. That's just an alien thing that looks vaguely Russian. What the police? The, yeah, on the, on the yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's like an inverted version of it, whatever it is. And here's a nice. Well, it's like nice a, little how on the front of an ambulance, ambulance is spelled backwards. So yeah, that right. way, when you look in a rearview mirror. Yeah, because I, w- I wouldn't know. As if what there was that any was. doubt that these <laughs> guys are the police. Yeah, you know, that the, that's 
That's cool. Yeah. It's like, I don't really get it, but that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's sort of a vertical train elevator something yeah. or other. Very nice. I really like her characterizations. Like when she's looking, she gets surprised in an interesting way, just opens her eyes really wide. I mean, just, and, and she's, <laughs> she's just like, as opposed to freaking out, she just kind of looks at it like, huh, what? Whoa. I have seen some shit in my time. But, uh, to, uh, but to, I mean, you know. Uh, you going, want my blood? Going back to, you know, this was around the same time that they would have been shooting Episode one. And uh, so there's a lot to be said for the fact that she didn't have much to react to compared to what they were reacting to either. And yet she manages to sell right. everything that we're dealing with. Yeah. Again, I, this, she, think about what she's actually doing here as an actress, you know, <laughs> to do that scene. It's like, okay, I got to wear this thing and I got to pretend that I'm a space creature who's just been revived. And I'm flying cops are Ow. after me. You know, that's uh, that's that's an acting challenge, yeah. and to 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 first of all, just be willing to like commit to something like that. I always respect actors for doing that. Yeah, that's that's uh, especially actors in sci-fi. I always love yeah. when yeah. they buy into it. I'm it's like, a hard yes, job. Is- it's a hard job, and sometimes every once in a while, in a movie, you see someone who's not pulling it off. Who mm-hmm. doesn't just doesn't believe the movie they're in. And I, I have to say, Bruce is pretty good too. Bruce, oh, of is, Bruce is—he's a stalwart. Uh, <laughs> he's a stalwart action hero, staple, or staple or of the genre. And I've I've heard complaints about this, or not complaints, but just people, you know, um, talking in conversations about suspension of disbelief being like, in coincidence, being like, "Oh, she just happens to fall through the taxi that Bruce Willis is driving." <laughs> it's like, no, well, it's not Bruce Willis. It's Corbin Dallas. Yeah. You know, it's like it, I've heard people say the same thing about like War of the Worlds. They're like, "Oh, Tom Cruise happens to be the guy who doesn't get zorched at any yeah. point in the big." <laughs> yeah. It's like, but and that's, that's the story we're that's telling. That's why we're, yeah. we're watching following, him. We're following his. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If he did get zapped, there'd be yeah. no movie. We're following a yeah. guy who who yeah. does survive. Our you know? story that's is about the guy who has the exciting adventure, which yeah. happens to be this guy because she fell in his cab. Exactly. How hard is that to follow? Oh, that's like what we're talking about with surrogates. It's like, why would you? Why would you have the movie the second the Sims movie when you could have the World of Warcraft? Yeah, movie? exactly. <laughs> follow somebody who's having a more interesting adventure. Yes, just there's a whole world of, full of people. Pick one who's having a more interesting day. Yeah. Oh, it's, she's so cute. Yeah, it's a little grin. It feels well, almost some... like I'm playing virtual skee ball. <laughs> so. You can the Blu-ray. You can really see the uh, the grain issues yeah. <laughs> that sometimes yeah, pop really up. Can. The film grain. Problems. I think I've talked about that before. But when I was living with Hanel, he used to play Wii bowling with the bumpers on. I'm like, that's not even that's not even fake bowling. Yeah, you, that's digitally fake bowling. That's that's shameful. Is what that is. Yeah. My what is, God, what is the point to swing your arm back and forth? Is that <laughs> you? You need technology for that. Oh, oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, and see, the, again, as weird as this movie is, it, there are very clear beats. I mean, we had the save the cat moment, which was the funny bit with the the mugger. He didn't beat yeah. the shit out of him. He just he, he, go. he even he has a cat. He, he actually has a cat. He has a he's cat. nice to. And then this moment, you know, we've got the refusal of the call to action, and you know, somehow she manages to read and understand the phonemes on, <laughs> on that uh, uh, placard there. But there's no way she would have survived that. By the way, are we just going to not mention well, that? Well, she's a superhuman. Yeah, she's a super thing. Her DNA oh, is yeah. packed. It's yeah, exactly. Somehow. Her DNA is so tightly wrapped that she's basically... Yes. <laughs> she's, uh, she's, she's basically Her skin solid. is titanium. She's solid <laughs> all the way through like a potato. She's, <laughs> she's got no internal organs. She's actually just one big muscle. We just saw all the organs. <laughs> Quiet. 
We didn't actually. We saw the uh, the outside layer of muscle that somehow went over all the organs. That's that was true. part of it. They're they're milking this refusal to call moment for quite some time, yeah. longer than normal. Which may have been. you know what it is? It's future steampunk. Oh, there's not a lot. It's cyberpunk is cyberpunk. the word for cyberpunk, that. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's it's overly complicated for cyberpunk. I don't know if that's it's true. Big and bulky, think... and it's all metal. Mm-hmm. Well, like we talked about with stuff like Blade Runner and and uh, um, the tune. People run down in front to listen to the Blade Runner commentary. It's right. No, no. <laughs> like we're, like we're talked about bringing up Blade Runner. <laughs> we have not done a Blade Runner commentary. Um, uh, you know, it's it's the same thing. It's just I, I'm sh- I'm sure at some point along the line. What uh, a useless they, winch, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It just snapped right out. Just came right loose. Don't talk about me. Well, I don't know way. if you'd want it to. Ha- in a situation like that, would you want it to be. Un- I think you'd want it to snap. Yeah, you, you'd yeah. want it to break off. And, As opposed just, to the alternative, which might be much worse. Yeah, these are going to be uncomfortable outfits to drive in. Oh, look, McDonald's. Very cool. McDonald's has survived. And they have a line. They still have a line. Yeah. And they and they've I maintained. I like that they have, to wear, they have to wear wigs. Yeah. It's like a step up from In N Out where they have to wear hats. Yeah. Or or um, you have uh, to look like Ronald McDonald. Hot dog on a stick, with that little uniform that they. But they got. haven't updated the the drink technology. Oh, you're talking. They about haven't. You're they, still talking about hats. It took me a second to realize why you said hot dog on a stick. No, <laughs> easy there. There's there's uh, but, but paper cups. It's also exactly the same. And and they haven't updated the logo at all either. Hey, when it works, don't fix it. That's right. Yeah, well, but McDonald's hasn't uplo- updated its logo in a long time. I know. Right? Yeah. But, so apparently it's going to go 500 yeah. more years before they... <laughs> but don't, <laughs> don't mess with that. I mean, what's the point? I Remember think, when uh, they changed their logo and went out of business? That was crazy. I yeah. think when you get a logo that's Fucking so simple, Coke. when you get, when you end up with something that's basically a symbol, you just stick with it. Oh, yeah. We'll tell that yeah. to Pepsi and goddamn yeah. all these other people. They're like, no, no, we'll, we'll extrude it and put it in an angle. And then we're the future. And then we'll get Burger King. And emboss it, exactly. Or Jack in the Box just changed yeah, Jack. In, I like Jack in the Box. Why are we doing that's this? Now it's Jack. <laughs> So this is this feels so much like a, a, a motion based ride to me. This scene, which you know, makes me feel kind of like weird. Wait, how's that make sense? It means it's a car thief. Usually, you have to actually install them in the cars. That would have taken a lot of time. That's like that's like when you steal a car. Instead of taking the radio, you install a scanner blocker. <laughs> Seems like a lot of effort. They finally got that high speed rail thing worked out. More McDonald's. My God. Yeah. Okay, now they're pushing it a little bit much. Well, they're in the McDonald's building. See, they, they got see how they, they got served. Let's see what happened. Wow. Remember that joke they just did? Surf was surfed even a thing back then. <laughs> the yeah. a slang term. They, they, I think it's. I think it was so only headed, a thing so back then. Actually, wow. well, that was with um, the movie. Uh, what movie was it? I, you got served. Yes. How old is that? <laughs> a year or two. <laughs> no, but it's older than that. There was another cheerleader movie from like Bring it on nineties. Bring, bring, bring it on. Bring it on. That was, also was not the nineties. That was this last decade, but. Anyway, I love that that the taxi. I because because I has, don't, it has threat detection. It has a threat detection, but the part that I love is is a, my, my personal subjective choice is that that's not a modification he made. That's just what taxis need <laughs> these days. Well, <laughs> apparently, well, if, if they're airplanes too, I mean, uh, airplanes have proximity. Yeah. And, if, and if and if guys are going to come to your door routinely with uh, you know with heavy machine guns right. and uh, threaten you, it's like I guess taxis probably do need tax. Taxis now probably would like threat detection and don't have it yet. That's so. All. Here's the scene from. Attack of the Clones, but Done more well. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, without the stupid banter. Yeah. I hate when he does that. that you like, know, Master, <laughs> I couldn't find a <laughs> like speeder that, from, that I really like. From Alabama or whatever. I hate that yeah, shit. Yeah, I hate that shit. <laughs> May <laughs> force be with you. Where are you, by, <laughs> where are you going so fast, boy? <laughs> speeder. That's yeah. very Blade Runner right there. Very, yes. Oh, yeah. It's getting very, yeah. 
Blade Runner, we didn't have the technology to do an actual chase. We could barely get the things to fly. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, now we just make them chase. <laughs> oh, fuck, I killed her. Now she's dead. <laughs> now, now Probably should have just handed her over. All of this, and she's not even alive anymore. Guess the fall did kill her. Should have thought of that. <laughs> Took her to a hospital or something. <laughs> yeah. I probably should have said this yeah, this woman's injured. She needs to go. <laughs> she needs medical attention. I didn't really think this through. I should have thought this through more. This is, you know, that the we were talking about the color of the hair. I guess if you look at it, this is a very orange movie. Orange shows up a lot. Yeah. That's probably yeah. just part of the, you know, color visual scheme. Visual style, yeah. I don't like movies with visual style. Yeah. French. Yeah. Or maybe this was just an excuse to, uh, to uh, hide her, her roots. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be orange is the color of love because there you go because he's orange he's uh, all orange and orange yeah. and beige because yeah, yeah. all the other elements have you know are, have, their, have their own color. It's true. The uh, I mean, right now we're looking at uh, a very not colorful. Uh, aside from the two of them, you know, having a little subliminal color matching yeah. going on, like you say, so that might be it. That's true. Did they? So we're saying that should we look for the other elements and uh, the color? Oh, look, she's got the thing. Oh my god. Oh crap, it's real. It even brings back tattoos. Yeah. yeah. From from UV flashes and hair dye. Interesting. How does that work yeah. exactly that it does that? Very curious. Some sort of DNA tattoo. Yeah. I, lo- I love <laughs> Priest. That's, that's huh? a nice cut. <laughs> Just the wide of him passed out and then Good the, morning, father. The slap. This is kind of the equivalent of, you know, if, if, if you go to a priest's house, it's like, I have got Jesus. No, really. I really have. This is him. You're like, how would they react? Like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. This is interesting. Um, yes, we talked about this a lot. Never really expected it to happen, though. Okay. You know, the boys and I always joked about what we were doing. <laughs> what if that actually happened? Wouldn't that be wacky <laughs> if it actually happened? Crazy. And, and here we are. And here he is. Don't tell him about the little boys or anything cause <laughs> yeah. when you wake him up. Because I, I swear to yeah. God, we're, we're done with that now. Exactly. I promise. I mean, he's had, a, he's had a rough time. He would just freak. He would, it's, it, it, we'll, <laughs> we'll ease him into that. <laughs> Jesus is coming to look busy. You know. <laughs> She's still got the roots. Okay, we still got the root thing going on. So why was she recreated from her DNA? Her DNA has a bad dye job. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work exactly? I like that. That's fun. <laughs> Great little visual joke there. Yeah. Very nice. I'll scream rape. He said. He said to wake you gently. Mm-hmm. Very so, nice. Very but nice she loves bit. fucking. That's the point. She's love and right. fucking. She loves. She fucking. That, well, she's got her own kind of refusal of the call going on that lasts a little while too. Um, Where she I mean, does, she's a prude. Hmm? She's a prude, and she also. I mean, I mean, towards <laughs> she's the end, a prude. She okay. Well, no. She, it, when she when she reads the encyclopedia article on war, she's and, like, no, 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 yeah. I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, she's like, uh, I see no reason to help you. Yeah. Actually, this is the best thing that has ever happened to the universe, right. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he's still, he's he, he's he's way too casual with people holding guns. Yeah, he's he's too used to it yeah. these days. She might. Uh, she looks like she might do it. <laughs> she says, "I think she might pull the trigger yeah. on him." And we get her whole name oh, here. Oh, wow. That. Thank you, subtitles. That's impressive. Someone had to like, okay, I need to look this one up. Give me the script. Yeah. I like the communication of a, of the nickname. Short. Yeah. So, so you know, Bruce Willis oh, again. Just the first two, then. Gosh darn it, Bruce Willis is good. He's just good. Can we just say it again? Bruce yeah. Willis oh, is yeah. just really solid. He's fun. 
You know, there there actually is a reason. There are other people, and we could name them, and maybe we should, um, <laughs> who you just go, why do they keep putting that guy in movies? I don't ever ask that question about Bruce Willis. Yeah, I yeah. totally understand why they put him in as many movies as they can get him to show up for. Because I love this ridiculous. Because he delivers. Priest outfit. I got a thing. Let me put it on. Hold on. I'm ready now. Yes. It's like, see, no, I'm the real guy. I don't shoot me. So, but he had, of course, again, since they weren't expecting this shit to go down, he had to go deep in the closet to actually pull out the robe you need when she shows up. Like, no, I've got it. I swear I have it. I really have that outfit. Because he has a lot of other robes closer to the front of the closet. Yeah, Yeah. it's in a a dry cleaning bag, but I know I have it back there. Spends a lot of time in that closet. I'm, I'm good. Someone grinning and laughing while pointing a gun at you is kind of terrifying. Yeah. In my experience, <laughs> I have to say yes. <laughs> oh, that's so not good. But the, I wonder, I, I don't know if I brought this up before, because uh, I, uh, I can't remember how many Bruce Willis movies we've done, but I've always wondered about that scar on his shoulder. Like, this is the oh, first yeah. time I really saw, yeah. saw it. In this movie, is the first time I really saw it, because he, he wears a lot of sleeveless outfits. But um, I, th- I thought maybe it was just for the movie, like part of his backstory. But he's got that. No, I did. I mentioned it on Die Hard. Um Maybe he I, got it at the same time uh, Harrison Ford got his scar? chin scar. Maybe. Oh, that? Whoa. Yeah. yeah you really you really see it in a second when he's talking on It looks the like a surgical scar. Yeah, it does look like a surgical yeah. scar. Yeah, he probably did, had something done and to And he's got a weird shoulder. bump above it, too. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> We're talking about everything but the fifth element. <laughs> well, because otherwise there's nothing to go, but this is cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's really That's not much. cool, I guess. They got the, you know, he, he, he got as much as, uh, is, you know, yeah. cell phones get smaller. So there's that yeah, wireless right. phones. Well, yeah, look at that tiny cell phone he's packing there. Yeah, that's a, well, that's actually a wireless, like a little cordless phone because it's it's oh, attached right. inside of his uh, apartment. So. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. Who's got? Who's even got one of those today? They, he should just have his own. Uh, what's it? Cell phone. Adolf. Look at that. That magazine over there says Adolf. Adolf magazine. Yeah. And a little Coke placement as well. Coke apparently has changed their logo. Oh, yeah, a lot. Years in the future. Even though it's the most recognizable logo in the world, they thought maybe they should just <laughs> juggle it up a little bit. Does it matter? Coke has a history of that. Yeah. As does Pepsi. I was talking about New Coke. No, but they... I was well, talking about Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about Shaft. Now, how many times How many times has this trope been used? The, okay, and now I know your language. Mm-hmm. You know, just, yeah. just to get the ball rolling. Just to, get the mo- just to move the movie. Yeah, and, short, and, fly to the Navigator. And uh, again, this, this bit here. Oh, I, the, uh, another great little visual gag here. Um, just, just shake something out of like a, a pepper mill. <laughs> and then, no one rehydrates a pizza like mom. Yep. Three seconds. Look at that. <laughs> And nowadays, of course, you'd actually have a shot on the microwave, fucking. Yeah, you'd have to do the whole thing. Fucking good lord! But I do love, I do love that. Again, not only knows your language, but she saw a picture of Bruce Lee and a bunch of names of martial arts forms. And later, she's going to kick yeah. a thousand people's take, asses. Take that, Neo! <laughs> she's even quicker study than Neo. For yeah, sake. she didn't need it loaded into her brain. She just needed to know she, the names. She, yeah, just tell me what it's called. I'll, I'll pick it up from there. <laughs> Finally, Gary yes. Oldman. Finally, finally, Gary Oldman. And as far circle, as- circle, circle. Mm-hmm. We haven't looked for Bruce Willis in squares, but uh, two, two for two on Gary Oldman in circles. As far as we can tell, um, at some point, <laughs> if Gary Oldman gets Bruce Willis, we should say circle gets, gets the square. square. Uh, uh-huh. so, but see, actually, no. What down it, in front is known for its comedy. That's what, right. What, uh, this is actually. I don't know why though. This is actually an. Uh, 
now that you mention it, an interesting film in that it's one of those <laughs> movies where, yeah, uh, well, I know we haven't brought that up before, but um, it's one of those movies where um, the uh, hero and the villain are never, never meet. Oh. That's right. Um, they, that's right. They, they in never, fact, they, yeah, yeah. They, they're never even. They never even speak to each other. Yeah. As far I, as far as I know, they are not aware of each other, <laughs> other than the fact that um, the Corbin is apparently one of the one million that Zorg just uh, no, ordered just him talk to about fire. It to yeah. fire somebody from the one yeah. of the smaller cat An- companies. Another great way to just kind of introduce. A, a very corporate villain. Oh, yeah. we can't fire. Can we fire half a million? Yeah, f- fire a million. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's a kick, free market. Kick the cat more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I guess they're the prudes, really. Thank you, Mila. She's very nice. <laughs> She's a very friendly girl. To be fair, she is still speaking uh, uh, the divine tongue. She doesn't start speaking English until they're on their way to Flossom Speaking Paradise, Italy. Now, now, when we were, we were doing. Uh, Pickups on species. Natasha Henstridge did exactly that same thing. So it's like it can happen in real life too. Started speaking English randomly. No, just took her clothes off oh, okay. and changed clothes. <laughs> just like okay, different different pickup. Boom. <laughs> just start speaking. English. Oh, go, who knew she, you could she, do that? Well, she used to go off to the dressing room, but then she, you know, she just kind of realized like, well, I spent half the movie naked, so I was like, mm-hmm. like you guys who don't cares? care. You know, I was like, Bing, just save some time, not go back to the dressing room. Ladies, we don't care. Just go ahead and change. We whenever. totally don't care. By for the yeah, record, it doesn't matter for our three women listeners. I think we have five. Five. Yeah, I and love the, I love the showmanship. This here. movie actually, this movie actually has two performances uh, and three actually. Uh, I would say Mila Jovovich, um, Chris Tucker, and Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman also going way out on a limb oh, yeah. with his character here. But Gary Oldman is probably one of my top five favorite actors. I just yeah. I just absolutely love everything he does, except for uh, was he he was Guildenstern. He's well. He's another guy who uh, who always, you know, just like Bruce Willis. He's like, I'm doing what? All right, stand back. Well, he's one of those. <laughs> he's one of those Kate Blanchett types where it's like, just give him something. Mm-hmm. Whereas Keanu Reeves is a Keanu Reeves type, right? You want me to make this Keanu Reevesy? Yep. See, still circles behind him. I love the uh, either way he's facing. This is a very clever way to dispatch your enemies. Oh, they're going to press the red button. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty. Comprehensive weapon. That's I gotta say, I would like replay. This is before they yeah, have the iPhones. replay is pretty cool. I want replay. That's I want any any gun. I want is uh, replay is would be the best thing to have. But uh, I like the the sound design on Zorg as well. Apparently, he has a uh, he he's got the jingly, jingly jangly spurs sound whenever he walks. I guess he's got like a metal fake leg or something because he's always, he probably has that, that wallet the, chain. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah that's what have. it is. It's really just that that thing on his head rattling whenever he takes a step. What is that? What <laughs> that's what function does that serve? You, but that's that's again just a very French. It's the yeah. future. Look so at people him, look have at him, look at him pissed. I love him pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see you, you see a lot of the weird domey plastic stuff yeah. here. That's part of the that's part of the uh, aesthetic. What accent is he using here? It's it's a southernish accent. Yeah, it's I don't southern-ish, think it's a specific. Without quite being southern. Yeah. He's um he's Peter Nichols but from the south. As opposed to from all parts of right. Slovakia. <laughs> no, Peter McNichol from the Upper West Side. Yes. Yeah. Peter McNichol? Did I say Peter Nichols? Yeah. Mm. Peter Peter McNichol, I do believe. Yes. Uh, yeah. And look. Now look how adorable she is. Come on. Come on. She's look, I like looking for the address. There's like – so Google Google Earth has become much more yeah. comprehensive now. Yeah, because it's, it's – Google, 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 Google Earth, Earth was way too limited. 
Google, did, Google Galaxy. And her just just a little moment that you can totally miss, but just her shock at the uh, the touch screen. She touches it and it zooms in, and they're talking, and she's just looking at her hand like, "Whoa, <laughs> such power!" <laughs> you know, four stones, not one, two, three. Again, he's doing a yeah. A, see, that's not even close on the lip yeah. sync. I'm sorry, my mimi, my boo boo. No, that's four not. Uh, we're not calling it uh, lip sync. I'm and he, sorry. Yeah, that's true. He's just he's. Any, but but you know he's he's playing with the puppet as well. It's it's looking away, and he's like, "No, look at me." Just <laughs> like no, I think the, the actor inside is doing fine, but the uh, but the uh, puppet uh, the the articulation is gorgeous, but the lip sync is not. Right. Now now you you never know that uh, you know again. Do they even have? Do they even know what the proper lines were on set, and how are they performing it, and so on? I've had that experience where you work really hard on lip sync, and then they just dub it later, and your lip sync doesn't look like anything anymore. It's how it happens. A couple of times they reference the cause and the honor and stuff like that. So I guess the the Mangalores are some kind of, but but well, they're obviously some kind of terrorist group. But the the question well, like is like a warrior race. Yeah, the question is what, how have they been wronged and what are they trying to do to rectify right. it exactly? You know, but which is never answered. But it's a nice little bit of texture to to give them some kind of. Well, it's, it feels motivation. like a like a Klingon reference or oh. you know any number of other science fiction where you've got your. Warrior race that cares about honor and, right. and dignity. And, but as he points codes. out, they're not they're not particularly bright. Right. Because he's like, if they were real warriors, they would have asked what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Zorg's Zorg's little sidekick there looks like uh, like like uh, prepubescent most deaf. He looks like uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he looks like is that most deaf before he was famous? When he was less deaf. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of the the uh, makeup gun in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reminds me of the makeup gun in Blade Runner. What was there one? Well, that was an, that was an airbrush. Ah, see, that's what he got. See, that's see, that's most deaf before he was famous. That's that's my I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Most deaf from Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, and apparently he's famous for other stuff. I don't know for what, but uh, Zorg. Stuff. That's a nice logo. Oh, serious grain on it too. Ah. What the hell happened there? I want to like this movie more, but I I just Circle. like I just Circle. like I just like the characters. That's about it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's funny. I, well, I like I like the characters. I like the most of the production design. I like the look of it. I like uh, it is kind of like is it possible to like a movie just for the characters and the production design? Can you still like the rest of the movie? Hmm. Not so far. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I'm sure there's a hmm. Hmm. That must be well, uncomfortable. Well, Master and Commander. That you like Master and Commander? Yeah, okay. There you go. Well, I like I like Matt, but I like the story of Master and Commander oh, yeah. as well. It's Eddie that likes the. I don't know. You could almost make a case for Blade Runner as far as that, except the characters aren't as likable in Blade Runner. Jeez, again with the circles. Now see, okay. Yeah. Now we're keeping a tally because <laughs> you're right. They've never not done it. Uh, yeah. So. I think symbolism symbolism only counts if you do it for a reason, though. I wonder if there, there's got to be. That's the thing. I'm not sure that the circle and the square thing ties back into the theme at all. Yeah, it's just he's doing it's it. Because it would make more sense if she was the circle because in the beginning with the Egyptian thing, the circle is the it's the perfect perfect shape. Well, no, there is a school of thought of, of directing and production design that you know you just build these motifs in and they're not like you're not supposed to go, oh, I get it. It's a, very, it's a subliminal thing. Like uh, supposedly Die Hard is all about triangles. But, um, but what, is, what, what does it mean that it's all about triangles? Nothing. It's yeah. just that it's a movie about triangles. Well, I like so. what what was going on in the fountain, and I also like uh, one hour photo. A lot of times, pictures of him show up in a quote frame, shit like that, where it's like, oh, I get it, frames because pictures. Got it. I don't know. 
We talked about up, where you know there's the circle and the square motif. Oh, a little crash zoom there. Little crash, not so much with the zoom. An oops zoom. <laughs> I like. I also like the fact that there is a slight idiocracy angle where the desk is telling him constantly what it's doing. It's like water, fruit, <laughs> and he picks it. He picks a cherry, a cherry. <laughs> like, like he doesn't quite know. What's going to happen? What on earth are you supposed to do with that thing that you're supposed to put your head through? <laughs> yeah. What is that for, exactly? With a little life preserver thing? Yeah. <laughs> is that just in case the office floods suddenly, or uh, or what? Oh, this character. I love this little guy. He's this from little, the Flintstones. This little character is adorable. This little this little, his little pet thingamabob. Yeah, it's like, hey, you know, give me the Heimlich. And Hi. the thing's like, what? We're going to play? We're going to play. <laughs> that thing is adorable. That, that I would have... I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to see like what it does. Yeah. What, what does it really do? I would have to see how much it poops. Does it just yeah. Yeah. It looks like it does a lot. I have to say. Does it? Does it? Ah. Yeah. Just basic hand puppet. Very simple hand puppet there. Guy under the desk. Well, they, there was probably some like cabling. Well, for no. The, he's got, well, the, he's got a cable in his nose. Yeah. But otherwise, he's just a hand puppet. Very simple little thing. Oh, no circles yeah. that time. Finally, no circles behind <laughs> him. Oh, I do like that. In, it's in the distant background. Yeah. I do like that. You're a monster zorg. I know. Yeah. That was good. That's very uh, I, I do love operative when, from Serenity. Yeah. And, and when people are just, you know, a, a movie like this, like the good guy is good and the bad guy is bad. Yeah. And there's and everybody knows it. We're not going to yeah. talk about his fucking childhood. Yeah. He's just evil and he likes it that way. motif happened there. And I mean, that was, that was about as extreme to save the cat moment as you can have. <laughs> that was a save the villain moment. Yeah. <laughs> he actually saved the bad guy. The movie would have come to a screeching halt right there yeah. if he hadn't been so good that he saved the bad guy. What does Zorg know about the stones? Uh, he knows that... Uh, Somehow he got the story. Did they ever go into Howie? No, he's... Um, oh, what's he call it? Mr. Shadow. Um, he's he's working with the evil. Oh, that's right. Um, and uh, I'm not sure he quite understands the full implications of what's going on, but he right. knows that Mr. Shadow told him to get the stones. Um, and so he wants to because Mr. Shadow makes him b- bleed chocolate out of his plastic. So, <laughs> ow, yeah, that's gross. This is like a cartoon sci-fi. Oh yes, a- especially it becomes especially cartoony when the cockroach gets uh, smashed. Yeah, because look, what, not, watch what happens to his headphones. That, that would never happen. But yeah. Boing. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. By the way, the fact that they actually glued a thing on a cockroach. That's that's crazy. I love it. Would the what ASPCA allow that? I think cockroaches you you get a pass. I mean, well, because they, they stomp on them in they, black. Yeah, ex- well, no, they, and this, no, they stomp yeah. on them in uh, in Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Um, I think, yeah, they probably do in Men in Black as well. On Troopers, they actually did have to get a little thing like, okay, you can crush the cockroaches because I mean, because <laughs> they were special cockroaches. They were giant, giant special Union cockroaches. Yeah, they were. They were totally Union cockroaches. But they, and no health program will help you if uh, that's your, the role you get cast in. But. I want Chinese, but food. they actually had to get some kind of special permission in, in to crush cockroaches. So you know, I don't know. If I bet you, I, if you, well, of course, in France, who knows? You we know, can get they, some Thai food after this. They eat frogs. Yeah. I mean, I know, bet it's actually anything. not that difficult to uh, to glue stuff to the cockroach. No, I don't course, think the cockroach is. I think mind. it's hard to get a shot of. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. the hard part. I think you need well, that's to get, the, that's first of all, you get a very large cockroach. I saw one the other day that was like a good inch and a half long. Yeah, yeah. So you start with that. There's the. Uh, I think they're Moroccan. Cockroaches, the really big ones that you, yeah. the ones you think about when you think of a cockroach, but you never see them. Uh, people like them because they're huge and they don't move very much. They just sort of sit there like assholes. Those are the ones in Men in Black, at least. <laughs> Asshole cockroaches. I li- Asshole cockroach. I like. I'm like a cat. If you tape anything on a cat, the cat's just gonna freak out. Yeah. I like Where's this Tesla? idea of of you know 
th- this weird kind of delivery where you can just open the side of your house. I love it. I was going to say, yeah, this, I could this dig little this. floating junk comes if, up. If a guy would show up with a flying butcher shop noodle shop, I would, I oh, would, man. I would all, totally take it. Every day. It's, it's the logical conclusion of the food trucks that drive around. Yeah. 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 It's, the, it's the, they're just moving in three dimensions, and that's yeah. genius. You know, I, we, I, would, I would totally have that. This book or a movie feels like a uh, graphic novel. It feels like a comic. Here's, here, here's Chekhov's gun going yeah. on right now. A very, very subtle use of Chekhov's gun. Mm-hmm. Go on. What is Chekhov's gun? Chekhov's gun is uh, Chekhov, the famous playwright, said that. Oh, he, I thought it was a Star Trek thing because you mentioned no. it. Oh. It's uh, if uh, if in the first act of a play you have a gun on the mantle, or you know, in yeah. any way establish a gun. Specifically, the, the gun on the mantle, but yeah, yeah. Uh, by the definition of story, you somebody will use that gun. That gun will go off before the end of the play. Yeah, it has to. If if you have a gun on the mantle in the first act, it has to go off in the third act because yeah. otherwise, what the fuck did you put that there right. for? You created a false expectation, yeah. and, yeah. and the audience. I have been waiting. getting um, correspondence but from it, people who do not like my use of gun under the table as opposed to bomb under the table. Huh. Bomb under the table is uh, Hitchcock. Yeah, it's, it's the same. Gun under the table, same is, idea. Gun yeah. under the table is Han Solo. Yeah, well, the bo- yeah. the 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 bomb under the table would have been um, nobody or, knows. And would, everyone's no, well, die. no, it would have. It, well, there's that, but there's also um, just earlier the poison cup. That's the bomb yeah. under the table. We yeah. know what's going on, and the character doesn't. No, but that would so be that tension, would be a, that would be a gun under the table because Han knew that he was going to shoot Greedo, but Greedo didn't know. Bomb under the table, nobody knows. Gun under the table, well, only the characters wielding. But the, no, 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 the no, priest no. knew. No, the, the the priest knew what was going on. It's just a diff- It's a difference between what the characters know and what the audience knows. Right. So that character didn't know that stuff was poisoned. We did. So every time he put that cup towards his mouth, we freaked out. And that's right. where the tension from yeah. the scene comes from. Well, yes. it's when the audience knows something and the characters don't. I love uh, again. Uh, uh, a clear thumbing the nose at uh, at Star Star Wars with <laughs> yeah. fucking uh, Lieutenant what Iceborg I believe is her name. Is it really? <laughs> I believe it is Lieutenant Iceborg. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking that guy's Dennis Hopper. It could be Dennis Hopper, definitely. Yeah, but it's oh, not anymore. But it's Leon. Well, they, oh. yeah, they're both gone. The, uh, oh, are they? Oh, yeah. I like again well, this yeah, this, Hopper, just not this big ago. beefy well, Hopper, lady. Yeah. This big beefy lady is like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah, she, she is a large person. Yeah. Well, they, I, I think, and someone can look this up because I don't have it at my fingertips, but the, the Hitchcock bomb. Iceborg. Major Iceborg. Yeah, Major Iceborg. Very nice. <laughs> I love, I love, I, love I am not going. Asshole, sir. Major asshole. <laughs> the major, uh, the, in one of his early films, he I had. I love how he checks her out and goes, yeah. why not? She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it. He had a situation where there was a bomb under a table and it went off and characters were killed and he realized that that, that shouldn't happen. That, that if you like set that up, you know where you're simply, you have sympathetic characters in this bomb under the table. You have to rescue them. Yeah, that was what that was sort of a, as I understand that because he did it in one of his early suspense films where a bomb went off and people were killed. It was like tick 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 tick, and then they died, and the audience uh-huh. was angry about that. Like that was it. They just there was a bomb and it went off and killed people. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. You can't do that. You know that they, you realize that there was a re- negative reaction to that. Yeah. You had to save. You had to rescue them. If you made the audience care about them, you then had to rescue them so the audience would be okay mm-hmm. with it. So. Or at least you know show the attempt at rescuing them. Right. You know. So. I love I love that he's just just screaming in Chinese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this le- and this sets up a punchline that I was never clear on. Is like, are they implying in the- when they return to this that these people have all frozen to death? That yeah. they- he's actually killed well, them. Well, they- again, it's- by doing this, it's just the cartoony Wiley Coyote logic. It absolutely where- is. It's like where a- they they have clearly frozen yeah. to death, but then they're okay later. Yeah, so it's he's like, frozen. Well, they're frozen just- solid, but not yeah. you know fatally. Or yeah, anything. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they just put him back in that machine that makes people when they were fine. Yeah, I mean... They, they rebuilt him with their clothes and everything. Yeah, they probably, yeah, they probably their, just did the re- DNA. And, 
their their DNA pattern from that morning when you wake up. It's like you brush your teeth, you put your DNA and memory in for the morning, yeah. and you're good to go. And if you don't <laughs> check in at night, it just reboots you. Yeah. Well, couldn't you do that? Wouldn't that be like the, the that would be yet another you know extrapolation a la surrogates? It's like, well, I think I'm just going to hang glide off Mount Everest and die, and then just you know be reconstituted the next morning. That's, yeah, that's, that's my plan. That's my big plan. Because it saves having to have, it saves having to take a shower. <laughs> but then, uh, but the pro- I'll well, just kill myself and then just be reconstituted tomorrow yeah. morning because I have an early day. Yeah, the problem with that is that it's it's man, I don't feel like shaving. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't you wouldn't get any of the pleasure of doing crazy stuff though because when you were reconstituted, you wouldn't remember it because it was before you know you you wouldn't have those memories. Well, depending in on the, how the technology works, but I yes, guess. if you just, if, if it was like uh, you know what if it was like what if you what if you had a job that you really hated but you could reconstitute yourself so every day it was like still your first week uh-huh. <laughs> and so every day you were just excited about going oh, I like this job I can't wait to I'm really enjoying it I'm really getting the hang of it one thing that's a common staple of like it's the future production design that will never ever happen in the real world is text on clear pieces of paper mm-hmm. have you ever tried to read something yeah. on a clear sheet of well exactly or and clear it, monitors exactly yeah. clear monitors clear monitors make no damn sense. This too is just a fun little detail that uh, you know when the police come to your door, you have to you have to put your hands on the circles so uh-huh. they can scan you. I mean, it's just a fun little like yeah, that's as likely as anything else to be how mm-hmm. the future works. Like uh, one of my favorite bits of Minority Report is little spiders, where when the spiders come in and they tell you to hold still, you do it. Yeah, you know, here they come to scan you. Just deal with it. That's life. Circle. Shut up. God. <laughs> Well, it's the fact that they've never missed yet. I think yeah, it, they, it is, they haven't missed a it. Is, it is worth It'd be cute. keeping an eye on. Because It'd be cute if a character had a tumor that he because did that with. If they're being, if they're hmm. being this conscientious about the circle motif, we have to look for what, what, when, if it ever goes away. When they fail. And what, that, or what, or what, it, what it means when they don't do it. Well, in that case, we should probably point out that all these, uh, all these police guys have bright big circles on them. So is it just uh, like circles are evil? No, they're Iron Man. Maybe. They're, they are working for Zorg. Yeah. Why do hmm? There's a lot of Z's, R's, and G's in and in then evil, circles in, 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 in evil people's names. Actually, more Z O R's. Yeah. See, these guys have Zor. great these Zordon. Have, these have great well, Zordon was good. Great articulation, but they're not uh, articulating. Now she's wet. Yeah. Why does it go up there? Why is it auto wash? Hey, it answered the question. Nice. There you go. Auto wash. Auto wash. So you know, good thinking. Put the girl in the wet outfit yeah. and put uh, Ian home in the plastic wrap. Yeah. That's that's the important way of doing it. Yeah, that's how I do it. Wait, what? Shouldn't have, you know, have suffocated? Yes. They well, they're basically they make that joke because he's he's going and then takes a huge deep breath when yes. he comes out. Yes, Corbin's just killed five people in yeah. his apartment with his own uh, furnishings. She keeps repeating. She is things so cute. As though she I know, like I said, it's like you can't. Like, who who wouldn't like you know try and protect her from all harm in the universe? Come on, she's adorable. I love. I again, just how relaxed she is about everything. She totally understands what's happening right now. <laughs> She's just cool about it, though. Like, yeah, he's fine. Why does it wrap the bed every morning? Cleanliness. Auto-wash. Yeah. <laughs> See, she's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it wrap the bed? He doesn't take wrappers off his yeah. bed every night, does like, he? She keeps it, doing it, it, well, no, it, it, it showed. It takes away the, the, the old, old mattress and then give, gives yeah, you a new one. That's, you. that's but He wouldn't be on the new mattress. Sanitary wrapped, huh? But he wouldn't be on the new mattress. Shush. <laughs> it's the future, all right? It's space age. It's oh. the future and it was funny. She's doing the thing it's again where she takes society. off her clothes. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was a great little reaction from him. The Bruce, that, was a, that was a reaction you don't know, normally see, which is really kind of the real reaction if you get clouded. Hot that, cat. Like that look of surprise, like, what the? Oh, it just happened. I'm, and down I go. It was go. brilliant. Yeah, see? Yeah. See, so look, he's doing the They're freaking so dead. dead. His eyes have frost on them, for yeah. heaven's sake. It's like, isn't he thus oh, dead? Don't leave him there. And then you leave him in the fridge. Ah, they'll find him. And I don't get What's it. What's the deal with all the wreckage? Uh, they they mention it actually. They say there was a, there's a problem with the the uh, waste disposal or yes, something. So, so it's, it's all just, built up in the terminal. Pile, just piling. It, uh, it, it, Hopefully there's nothing back there. Yeah. Hopefully it's just a big room that they don't do anything there. I forgot about the, benches or something. The Devo Yamakas. And here goes yeah. the yeah. And here goes the multipass riff. I'm sure that. Uh, um, I'm sure that it was just that they couldn't afford a giant terminal, so they're like, what do we do? We just pile trash on it. We'll, fill, we'll build, <laughs> half the, build half the set, and the rest will be junk. That'll be cheaper, right? Yeah? Okay, uh, do it. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we find a junk pile and just build the set next to it, <laughs> then uh, that could work. It is. It's just a really odd piece of production design, the fact that uh, there's this giant mound of stuff as part of the set. Well, it's nice uh, as well, because everything has been so... You know, it's been dirty, but it's also been very well-crafted and stuff like that. And then there's just this kind of this, element of yeah. chaos in the background. I love the yeah, performance. Uh, yeah? He's so <laughs> terrible. I'm actually... I, 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 I have, you ever, oh, yeah. Do you ever they, have any they, friends they like least, that? Uh, do you have uh, any friends like that where, you, on it. where they actually, for whatever reason, they, they, they act like they're smuggling heroin when nothing, uh, you're not actually doing anything, but you're yeah. like, dude, you're just, you're going to make them search us even though we don't, we're yeah. not doing anything. Jesus, you're just like losing your mind. In high school, I had a friend who would run out of stores. <laughs> he was an asshole. Just to, now, just to see if they would chase him? They did. Wow. Nice. A, a little, uh, a little um, gag. The guy they, they previously stole and framed for Corbin, who was framed for uranium smuggling, uh, has now been... I don't know how it works, but he's being copied by... Uh, well, they, uh, have the the, they have the person maker. Huh? No, no, but the, yeah, the Mangalore can disguise themselves as human. That's right. Yeah. Shapeshift, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, come on. This is a funny <laughs> little wacky... if you will. It's a <laughs> funny little wacky scene, this whole sort of... You know, this uh, this is very, yeah. very comedy verse, very farce. You know, this is like... You know, farce is all about you know multiple identities and you confu- want something more and confusion mm-hmm. and uh, you know being uh, confused identities and you know twelfth night you know that sort of thing. So so this whole scene is is very very French but but very funny. Well, Shakespeare was French. Yeah, we- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Shakespeare was everybody apparently. Yeah, he was yeah. French. I thought he was Italian. Yeah, before he was German. Mm. And Russian in there. Did he have orange about. hair? If he was cool. Yeah. Team Shakespeare. <laughs> Picturing What's an illustration like the, <laughs> like, so anyway, like, like the Coco. Team Shakespeare. Team Coco, where is the orange hair? Ah. Uh, oh, I thought you were going with like a... Yeah, Twilight. Twilight thing. Team. Like Team Romeo. Well, yeah. when I hear Team, I think Conan O'Brien, and when you hear Team, you go immediately to Twilight. Yeah. Who uh, well, especially if you're talking about... Shakespeare, team Shakespeare. I'm gonna be on sh- Team Shakespeare versus Team Twilight. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Team Shakespeare versus Team Marlowe. Yeah. Which side do you? Oh, there you go. I like that he's having trouble with it. Shakespeare. Team Shakespeare. It's a cool effect. This Team Marlowe. Wow. And he's got the dress. I like that. She looks like Ryan's lady friend, actually, just with tattoos all over her head. Really. So Ryan's lady, does, Ryan's lady doesn't have tattoos all over her head. Nobody's perfect. Okay. Well, we don't know, actually. She has hair. <laughs> they might be under there. <laughs> Dude, did you ever want to get a tattoo on your head and just grow hair over does it? Does she have that skirt? Because no. that's, that's a good skirt. 
You never no. had that desire, really? No. No. Does she do that? Does she open fire on Because you're going to... Because, oh, I guess if you went bald, the beard... <laughs> what an asshole. There's nothing to say about this movie. There's really not. It's fun and okay, then. Well, what, well, we're we're almost to uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. That that will uh, oh, yeah, that will so save the day. That's five minutes right there. <laughs> yeah. To have about Chris yep. Tucker. Here he comes. <laughs> Brace yourself. Strap in. I love just weird little details. The Japanese schoolgirls. Of course it the, would be Japanese yeah, schoolgirls. Yeah. Who You'd, else would it be? Oh. <laughs> Chris Tucker in, as Ruby Rod is the most kawaii object in the universe. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? Okay, so, now, yeah, I like, did not get this at all, and I yeah. still don't. He's a radio show host. Yes. Yes. And he's a part of the, he's a part of the Flossed in Paradise. So it's like Flossed in Paradise Radio. No. And they're talking to no, the winner? he's not part of Flo- Flossed in Paradise Radio. He was the sponsor of a contest for a trip for two to Flossed in Paradise, which they rigged oh. so that Corbin won. Okay. So presumably he has other... So he's like a... Who would he be the most like in the in modern culture? He would be like really, really fucking. It's like if Prince was, if Prince was like Glenn Beck, Pr- 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 yeah, Prince Glenn Beck, <laughs> yeah, Prince Glenn Beck, there Prince you go. Glenn Beck uh, crossed with uh, uh, definitely some Prince, yeah, no, yeah, 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 some yeah. Prince. Hmm. Okay, all right, Prince Glenn Beck, because it's uh, just weird how he's on mic and he's and Oprah, got a little mm-hmm. Oprah in there, a little bit of Oprah. And, I was gonna uh, say Tyra more than Oprah. Okay, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I love yeah. this pow, true, knocks her in the head. <laughs> Yeah, boy, it just—it suddenly it's a different movie. It's, yeah. it's going to be a different <laughs> exactly. movie from here on out. What's what? What was what was always interesting to me is the fact that he is a radio host, and I'm like, you yeah. think they would have a they little camera have ra- on him or yeah. floating cameras around? They or still something? have radio, is that right? But radio's maybe it's a, a podcast. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you have to wonder about now now. Had Chris Tucker really done anything that anyone was aware of before no. this? Or was I was, this, this I was, was like, this was like who fuck? is that guy? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, do you know how this movie was made in 1997? Chris Tucker's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's how it got the green light. Rush Hour I, was after this. Rush Hour was 98, right? Yeah. Yes. Strangely, I don't think that. Yeah, that uh, he was in Money Talks. Oh, there you go. Well, fucking yeah. <laughs> Trey literally looked over to check and see if I was looking that up. Yeah, I was like, come on, you're like you, Money Talks. What is, is that even a movie? Someone made a movie called I think that. It's yeah. Him and Charlie Sheen. And now I'm going to look that up. And of course, uh, there's a weird androgyny where he's he's womanizer, but then he's Prince. He's fucking Prince. Times. Yeah, he's, uh, he's Prince Glenn Beck. I, d- I do also like uh, th- this has happened a couple times because there's there's several uh, uh, smokers, but like the the proportion of filter to, filter actual, to actual cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how they make cigarettes in yeah. the in the Chris future. Tucker, Charlie Sheen, in 1997. Well played. So around about the same time. So yeah. oh. was it directed before? by Brett Ratner? Ah, well, yeah. There you go. So there you go. He's got a dick for a head. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that was a coincidence. Yeah. But it's a, it, but it's, it's a phallus with a hole going back into it. Mm-hmm. Back on the endo- androgyny thing. It's creepy. <laughs> now I'm thinking of a <laughs> vagina on a dick. It, 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 vagina it, on a stick. arouses images in my mind. Which that rhymed, you're right. Disturbing. <laughs> nice little... Uh, uh, just a small thing. He just stepped up on a box. Of course, they do a cutaway, so it looks like he's hanging there. But, you know, he just lifted himself up, but it looks like Corbin. It's Again, it's it's one of those things you just got to commit to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I, all right. I love the outfits of the uh, little flight attendants. It's like, oh, I still have boobs. Yeah. yeah. The question I was going to ask is. Back to did, the 50s almost. Did Chris Tucker come in going, this is how I want to do this? Or did Luke Bazan have to get him to that level? 
That's, that's <laughs> my question. Did he come in going, here's how I want to approach this character? No, there's a bellows attached to him. You just go. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, you know, who, you know, without even looking, I'll tell you, you know, who was. Uh, clearly, and this was pre 9-11 too. Clearly look the, at that airport. Clearly <laughs> the second choice for that role would have had to have been John Leguizamo. There's only two actors on yeah, the planet yeah, yeah. that could have done it. And John Ooh. Leguizamo would have been the other one. I think Leguizamo would have been more annoying. I know. It's hard to believe. It's like, you know, Leguizamo might have been, you know, too much. If you can imagine, I'm glad it's not thing. Gilbert Gottfried. I can't imagine him as a sex symbol, though. <laughs> but I can't imagine him with a giant dick haircut. Out of con, that's going to be on the mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, that sentence yeah. does second, not work. Second year anniversary. That's <laughs> definitely going in. I think. I think this is interesting. Um, apparently, they have the uh, learn everything computer just on the air- airplane or the space plane. Space plane. Um, and then, you know, everything's so confined, uh, again, going back to the design element, you know, they're just stuffing people in there. And I mean, you could, uh, you, if you, if you're not careful, you could make this into a concentration camp thing with the people <laughs> all stacked on top of each other, but they don't go there. They avoid that. Um, and then there's the French. Uh, well, the fact that they can put you to sleep with the press of a button. Yeah. There's also some unfortunate implications. Yeah. In that. But that's kind of nice. It's like, yeah. well, we got a, a 28-hour flight and zonk. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be landing in 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't know why she even cares that much. Everyone else is asleep. (laughs) Yeah, really. Just just roll with it. Yeah. A cute little bit here. (laughs) This is a totally throwaway little scene. Like this whole thing with the landing gear of this device. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I wonder why this is actually even... Here, I guess it's just another way to just to yeah. show how Ian Holm gets on the on the ship. Well, I yeah, guess, yeah. But... I guess they have to address they're probably doing stuff under there, and then yeah, yeah. They they're probably like, well, he's going to climb up in the thing. It's like, well, what do they do nowadays? We have them tow the plane out and stuff like that. What do they? Do? I don't know. They shoot flamethrowers at, at bouncy balls. What do you... something? Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I this... wonder if you could in real life actually enter an airplane through its landing gear. You can, I, but you won't survive the trip because uh, people yeah. people have done it, uh, and uh, they don't usually make it. But they don't. Uh, and then at the end, like dead guy falls out of the landing gear. Like, oh, check uh-huh. it out. I I do love that that gag there where she's like, oh, Mister Rod, and he goes, you can call me Ruby, but he thinks about it for a second. He's like, which am I am I gonna get to get close to you or not? Ah, yeah, sure, Sarkov. My first name still in the same <laughs> office. <laughs> I, I do like the um, – also, they've done it a couple times I've now. I've never felt this way before with a human Yeah, is what he says. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I, have, we are reduced – yeah. have you noticed that we all we're doing is quoting lines? Yeah. There's nothing to say about this movie but good line, good I, line, good I, line. I, oh, I had, I, no, I hadn't noticed that he was that creepily specific. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the standard line would be I've never felt this way right. about a woman before. Yeah, about a human. But, but he chooses human. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do like – they've done it a couple times with the editing but the uh, – uh, you know, having people having different conversations but responding to each other yeah, within the yeah. editing. Yeah. Now, what's really strange about this scene is, like, they've literally knocked out Bruce Willis, he's left the movie, and now it's Chris Tucker's movie for yeah. the next ten minutes. It's like, the main character is no longer in the movie, and and as you pointed out earlier, the villain, no interaction with our quote-unquote main character. Right. What he's doing has nothing to do with anything that the, the main character is doing. The main character is unconscious at this point. And somehow Chris Tucker is with a woman, and it's everything is wet and French and gay and on fire. It's kind of amazing that uh, he has this. That was fun with a d- obvious dummy, but still, 
So you know, a little intercut there the with her, with her reaching her climax. Very. Did you guys hear that Star Wars scream? Very French. The Wilhelm. No, no, no it wasn't the Wilhelm. Wilhelm. The, the, uh, oh, you always hear it right before the Wilhelm. It's like oh. Ah! <laughs> but um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, the, that's the cool. fact that oh, Zorg... that's, that's that's okay. That's that's New York with the uh, lower water levels. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. The fact that Zorg has that kind of. He has kind of his fingers and everything to the extent that he can. <laughs> I think it's Chris detonate. Tucker that's got his fingers oh, and everything. If you know oh. what I mean. Well, they were intercutting to you know. Well, I he, bet well, he, he was like, too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know what I meant by that. <laughs> but the fact that he can remotely detonate whatever Trey, payphone he, in the city that he feels like. Trey, you were reaching something. on that one. So, so is Chris Tucker. with the boom. <laughs> I still don't get it. Well, it's something he reaching can play. up into her vagina. Oh, is what oh, going for. the hammer is his penis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, I know it's something you can't quite put your finger on, but he <laughs> did with the zoing comedy. Yeah, circle, circle, circle. Still have and again they a, a yet. cordless phone instead of a uh, cell phone or anything like that. That looks more like a car phone. <laughs> it kind of does. It's a purely impractical thing. Yeah. Again, it, it is interesting how you can you can extrapolate a future. That makes sense, except when you live in that future, you can go, well, why didn't they have such and such? Because, you know, you can't actually foresee where the world is going all the time. So, you know, you see... Where's my flying car? Exactly. You see an old movie and you go, gee, you know, the whole concept of, wow, one big computer, you know, because they just didn't see everyone has five computers in their back pocket. Right. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't something that people were were, were thinking about. So, So here it's like, they haven't quite made the leap to 10 years from now... Everyone will have a cell phone, and there won't only be a cordless phone anymore. There will just be cell phones, and your phone will be more powerful than any computer. Exactly, yeah. and you and you won't need it to be attached to your desk. It'll just be on you all, all the, the time. time. It's it's they never explained this. Yeah, that's the chocolate just, that I was talking about. Yeah, it happened to the other guy too. Um, oh, did it? Uh, the Baron Munchausen guy. Uh, he's yeah, just getting uh, frustrated. Was coming at him. But um, well, isn't it? This is the this is the Ubermeister who's punishing you, isn't it? Yeah, isn't he's, this, this, this is uh, this is the evil this making is the, a phone yeah, call. This is the equivalent of the yeah. Vader Force choke. Gotcha. It's like, yeah. uh, don't make me make your brain explode. Yeah, that was that was uh, that earlier. It was eating satellites, and apparently, it was to send out radio waves so that right. it could make Sarko. that phone call. Yeah, but that does look a lot like chocolate syrup. Yeah, where does it come from? Yeah, because there's no wound or anything. You can see there's clear plastic. If it had been coming from his hairline, then it might have been something. But I'm going to make your plastic head bleed chocolate sauce. And then they have hyperspace, too. It's like we're going to knock you out yeah. and travel at hyperspace. make a hyperspace trip. Yeah, well, that's the, that's one of the questions I've always had is how much time does elapse in that journey? Yeah. It, it doesn't – according to the rest of the events of the movie, it doesn't feel like it, any it, time as at all. It can't have been very long, it's, no. It feels like you know the normal few hours that you get between scenes. Yeah. Very cool sort of future retro ocean liner thing. Mm-hmm. Very fun little concept. Where it, where it lowers and raises, you know, depending on the time of day that they talk about yeah. as well. So you can go to the beach and then you can raise up to the upper atmosphere and just yeah. look at the planet. I and like have that. have dinner from orbit. Yeah. I'd go there. Oh, I would love to be on that cruise. Yeah. I wonder uh, now. I have to wonder if they uh, those can't be native people. So they, were they just like, all right, Hawaii doesn't exist anymore. We'll just take all of you and put you on Floss in Paradise, and you can we'll transplant you can your, your entire culture just to here. I think it's more of just the fact that on any cruise you ever go on, regardless of where the cruise is going, they give you the lay. Yeah. When you walk on board. It's like, well, that's what we do. So it's a cruise. It's a cruise. So that's what's going to happen. Is that a thing, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Then you go on a cruise to like Antarctica. Well, yeah. It, not Did on they that give cruise. you a lay? No. 
But that was did a, they give you a jacket? They just threw ice at me, okay? <laughs> but that, that was a Russian science vessel, so ah, that, was a, that wasn't did really. They a give cruise. you a beaker. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a hammer and a scythe and told me get to work. <laughs> Chop up fish. This ain't free, you know. <laughs> well, it is. Everyone does their work. part. <laughs> <laughs> and then that there are, there are apparently no consequences for that because no. then he's just walking around again, isn't he? Or yeah. does it? No, is he? Is he in the brig or something? When uh, no, I don't think so. Corbin finds him. Maybe not. I do like her performance as well. The way she's just she's running through it yeah. just by rote, not even really Does thinking about what she's saying. Does he just want to see the opera? No, he, the the opera is his. Uh, the, the The singer the is his contact. So he knows the singer. No, no, he doesn't know the singer, but he knows she knows that she's supposed to meet him. They're on a. But spy, how does he know that? They're on a spy mission. He read the dossier. He oh. is on a spy mission right now. He's not there for a cruise. Well, Ruby Rod thinks he is. He thinks Ru- Ruby Rod thinks that he won a cruise in a contest. But what happened was the government rigged the contest so they could send him without having to spend any government money. <laughs> <laughs> so why? Okay, so at some point previously, the, exactly the diva the had the stones yeah. implanted in her. Yes. As we discover, we don't know that part yet. Well, we yeah, just yeah, think yeah. she has yeah, yeah, the yeah. stones. So she's in on it. Yes. Yes. And she voluntarily. Why her? Why not someone else on the cruise? Why the famous person? Because they – well, the diva was the one who was, uh, you know, one of the good guys. and For whatever reason. For whatever part reason. part of the forces of good. Yeah. And does he know that he's here to find the stones? Yes. Okay. Maybe this is why you don't like the movie. <laughs> well, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Well, that would also explain it. Oh, God. We're fucking on. I love him. He was good in Mouse Hunt. You know, it was the also sad in something, is, as, uh, something about Mary. The sad thing is, that, yeah, Mouse Hunt is really the only place I remember him from, too. You know, I think you and me are the only ones that have ever seen that movie, too. Mouse Hunt. That's with Nathan Lane, right? Yeah. In the big house. I remember All right, you, that. me, and Brian. Vaguely, vaguely remember that I movie. Loved, it was a fun movie. Why are we talking about Mouse Hunt? I don't know. There's a giant blue chick on screen. Let's talk about her. There hasn't been a... Yeah, the Twi'lek, basically. Yeah. She is a Twi'lek. She's got. It's a little bit different. Her. Um, she's got more, right? She's got. She well, there, there, she's one, doesn't she? She she has one up the middle, and then she's got a bunch of tendrils down the side. So it's not quite the the one. So, so she is. Um, Female twi'leks have two. Yeah, I think they're called leku, the and then the the males have the one that they wrap they, around their neck like. So a she's scarf. she's Cecilia from Monsters Inc. Huh? So she's Cecilia from Monsters Inc. No, Cecilia is Medusa, and has snakes. Mythology is confusing. This, I love this moment <laughs> where. He screams it just out of habit because that's what you do when you're on a ship. Right. In reality, he's just on the other side of a computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> Hell right ahead. Yeah. There we go. And and everyone's listening to Ruby Rod. They're like, okay. Yeah. They, you know, they don't even have to have a have him report in. They're like, well, we'll just send him with the radio guy. <laughs> you know what might have thrown me off <laughs> on understanding what Chris Tucker's doing? Is that he's talking to the camera. Sometimes. The microphone. He just did just now. Paradise. Oh, yeah. Well, that occasionally. Well, he's happens, performing. Though. He's always performing. Yeah, that is funny. He he's you can't see him because he's on the radio, but he's always being very do, doing the showmanship thing. Maybe the camera is inside. But his who cares? Little cane thing. Hmm. Maybe it is a TV show, and the camera is inside his little cane. Maybe, but he's a well. That could be true. I mean, he occasionally points it at at Corbin as a microphone, right. but maybe there is a little wide angle camera in there. I don't. What is he? He's a. He's in this movie for no reason. But he's he's a uh, no. But he's just a gag. But he's yeah. like some kind of football player or something. But he's like this little Lord Fauntleroy guy, and he's <laughs> deaf. And it's this movie's French. 
Wow. This is just fucking weird. It's weird, yeah. weird. It's weird. I don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> you like lots creep- of weird stuff. I, know I don't I know do. what you're even talking I, about. It's, it's, I don't know. This is like the apex of when I was like, the whole movie feels like a weird fever dream. Mm-hmm. It really does. And then this guy comes up and he starts screaming at the camera and apparently he's on echo, but mm-hmm. there's no cameras on him. So he must like I didn't ever figure out it was a radio thing. I thought he was just crazy or something. I have no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> Maybe you should watch the movie before you complain it's about like, how it doesn't make sense. It's like yeah, Luke yeah, Besson yeah. woke up from like some fever dream after too much absence. Like, you guys, I got this idea for a movie. Like nudged Miller. I had this idea. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly I saw you in like bandages and you had orange hair. Well, supposedly, and this will now. This, this is awesome. I love her and I love yeah. this little part until it gets blatantly synthy. Yeah. yeah. This well, may. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. apparently. Auto tune, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Well, actually, it, it wasn't auto tuning though. She was singing the notes, but she had to sing them separately because the runs were so fast that it's like physically impossible to sing them. So she really was singing them. So I she was, yeah. she sang the notes individually, and then they spliced them together. You sure? Because it sounds like a synth pad. No, it's it's well, a synth pad would do essentially the same. Well, yeah, thing. Yeah, you just lay out where the notes are. Yeah. Cool. Go her. So she's a real opera singer. Yes. Well, it's not her, but the voice. Oh, the voice so is a real opera singer. Let's, oh. It's hard to lip sync to real opera. Uh huh. I don't know if she's really the one, but it is interesting her speaking voice that we hear later too. It's like, but I can see how you would want to learn to sing if you sounded <laughs> like that, because that's a hell of a thing. <laughs> you could intercut. You guys, I don't know if you guys have you have you seen Antichrist? No. <laughs> you could no. intercut. The beginning of Antichrist is this beautiful, picturesque porno in black and white, and like maybe like two hundred frames per second. So it's really, really slow, and it's opera. You could intercut <laughs> this wow. with the no. It's really cool. It's actually the best thing about Antichrist. Oh, I like. I- but you That's can cool. This with I, that. I never noticed that that uh, the thing on her head is like semi-transparent. It's a balloon, obviously, but yes, it's got a nice little, little thing going. Little rubbery on. wrinkles going on there, but otherwise. If you watch behind the scenes stuff, uh, I think even on this disc, but I, I know it was on the DVD, or you can see pictures of just like the green screen, and you get a sense of. You know, just how chaotic things are on the set, because a lot of times you see it and it's nicely laid out with the X's and stuff like that. But there's just a mess of markers and stuff on it, because you could tell every time they did a new shot, they're like, I can't see anything. Put something there. And then they would just put something there. So there's just there's no rhyme or reason to what's on there. But it's like it's not even green. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, dear. Where did he come from? So he knows someone. Corbin knows someone at the opera is going to give him the stones. He doesn't know it's her. Yes, or okay. I no, think he knows it's her. Yeah, she's she's he already know that the stones are literally inside of her. Yeah, he just thinks he's going to meet get her them. in her room and get them. But apparently, she was planning to poop them out for him. <laughs> yeah, where, how that would have been quite a scene. How were they going to arrange for that uh, transfer? Yeah, one moment. <clears throat> it's like, <laughs> it's like transporting you know, cocaine and breast implants. Back when there were a lot of. Um, uh, there were a lot of shows of like magic and weird variety shows and stuff like that. There was a guy who could regurgitate things yeah. on yep. cue. I can't remember his name, but he would do weird stuff like billiard balls and stuff. Oh, and at one point, he he swallowed like a bunch of like a, a bowl full of sugar, and then he talked for a little while, and then he regurgitated it back dry, like yeah. it was all dry. It was quite something. Uh, yeah, well, that's like uh, Lepetamine. Uh, Lep- that might even have been him. Well, no, Lepetamine was farting. Oh, okay. Um, Lepetamine. Uh, oh, then no. Yeah, oh, no. that's entirely different. It's very different. Well, it's a different. It's a very different skill. I can't <laughs> imagine someone would have both those skills. Yeah. But uh, Lepetamine was a uh, an actual performer, and he would actually, you know, could, could, could play music and uh, <laughs> and uh, do you know on command. So, wow, now, it's really I, affecting him emotionally too. 
that's I know this uh this technique of filmmaking is older than Dirk, but I, I am always a sucker for the montage. The montage with the music in sure. the universe. Yeah. And it works uh, really well. Real now, TV. So it, finally, Mila goes into action. You know, we get to see what Mila's here for. Yeah, what she learned from looking at Bruce Lee's picture. Yes, but, but Mila's good, you know. She's, oh, I, yeah. I think she sells it. You know, she sells it really well. That's another 90s thing. You don't hear any, you never hear it anymore, is the synth pad that's the entire orchestra hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't hear it now except in horror movies where they, where the, you know, the cat jumps out at you. Wham. Then they'll have the whole. Wow. Hell yeah, lady. Yeah. And this is the yeah, part like, where she goes into it. Oh. And he's the big one who's like, oh, yeah. shit. And he has, oh, a, he has, he has a gun. gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he kind of like, oh, that's right. I forgot I had a gun. Yeah. The guy with the sword, no. But, you know, <laughs> the gun. Again, kind of a Klingon-y there reference we go. there. Oh, well. that's right. Now I remember I have a gun. Pris. <laughs> There's a Pris moment there. And, of course, they, they as as has been set up with the, the red button kind of thing, they... They weren't going to check the box. They're like, it's a box. I assume the stones are in there. Let's go. Yeah. You know? But I do love this, uh, the, the, the what, music that's going on right now. What is does Zorg look like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just omitted no, that. that's pitch corrected, dude. They omitted that's the, not her voice. the we have. The we if you say so. That's not... I don't, I'm not yeah, sure. That really, guy's just standing there, yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, there we go. Just he was, he was just waiting for the gag. Yeah, he was waiting for the dramatic uh, and uh, also puppetry. The puppetry puppeteer was just going rip, 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 yeah. rip with the lips. Not, uh, not the best moment there. I like that. There's a, small, a lot of extras. I know it's like this expensive scene. Like I like I was uh, saying before, I like that. There's the small bit where Corbin is just really moved by the by the opera and you wouldn't expect that from his character and it's not important right. but it's just kind of a an extra nuance to his character where there's it's, it's something a, it's more to it. It's a very small it. like save the cat moment yeah. in a way. Just like he he actually is relatable. Yeah. Does everyone else get moved by opera? Apparently it happens. Hmm. If you're going to if you're going to spend the kind of money that it probably takes to get into that room you're going to fucking stand up and cheer like you did enjoy it, <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah. one way or the other. So you, pick, you have to picture, like, the life of an extra. Okay, oh, I got some extra work. I have a tuxedo, and they hired me as an extra for the fifth element. You show up, you sit in a seat, and this blue thing with tentacles on its head, <laughs> and you have to sit there for four days while they shoot all this coverage, and you're like, what in the hell movie am I in? <laughs> what is this? I, I This this always uh, confused me a little bit because of the uh, – I, I was like – what, does he have replay turned on? Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe that's why he can't hit her. It's funny. She's, she's like, uh, I wonder if Bruce Willis gave her some coaching on how to play this scene. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh, here, let me tell you how to play an air oh, duct scene. Oh, you got an air duct scene. Oh, oh here's, okay. how that, here's how you do that. Let me tell you a trick. I learned this little something. I think we finally, uh, I think we did finally just have some uh, Gary, oh. Old, Gary Oldman non-circle-y shots, didn't we? Or did we? Uh, we must have. Here we go. Yeah. No, he, there were some consequences there. He was, he oh, was handcuffed. okay. And he only gets out because the, they take over the ship. Yeah, and because right. he's saving the hostages, so then they all right. end up together, yeah. That's no, all no, no, and I'm these sorry. guys come in. So again, these extras are like, what in the hell movie is yeah. this? I don't know what's happening in this movie. Now, it, yeah, especially in like 97 when sci-fi wasn't really – was it? Sci-fi wasn't really much of a thing as much as it is now. Like no, big I effects think, movies. Uh, I think it was. I mean, they, it was. They made this. So if someone greenlit I mean, this, this. Well, no, but this was this yeah, essentially same. independent. This but was this an outside a, Hollywood. This is the same well, I think, it's, I think it was well, Independence Day not independent. There's, I, I guess true, I think it was yeah. foreign produced, but not necessarily Hollywood. Uh, right. But uh, not not an indie because this is a pricey movie. Sure. Look at her fall like a tauntaun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Even even she, even then, she's like, oh, still on stage. Yeah. Ham it up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm dying. Milk it, baby. <laughs> well, I always think of when... Uh, Curtain Lan- call. When Lando goes over the skiff, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> still fabulous. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was a beautiful B-flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is he... <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh-huh. Okay. Let's change the beat. Yes. I just want... I just he, want... he just has to practice occasionally. Sooner or later, he's going to meet a, one of the good guys, and he's <laughs> yeah. going to have to say some shit. He did, he did meet <laughs> Lilu there. At least, he, at least he has a scene with Lilu. I just yeah. want Billy Zane to walk by with the master control program and say it's starting to fall apart. <laughs> That's actually an interesting subversion of the whole one-liner idea. Uh-huh. Like He's been practicing the entire movie, and then he never actually meets <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's not good. And now he's got. Now he's got. He's three broadcasting or, to the world where he is. Head. Oh, here we go. Here's the. Here's that voice bit. Yeah. The little blue blood. Makeup is kind of nice. pinching and tugging there a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, the sparkles are a little tricky. I'm more worried about the wrinkles. And well, the, Mike, but, sometimes but, I question your commitment to sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> I question your commitment to this whole gay thing. No. Yeah. Oh, fan. don't do that. That's gooey and sticky. Don't yeah. do that. Don't, don't wipe your blood your, on your me. Your blood is actually poison to us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See, look at her. Look at her. See, talking about Jeopardy being real. Look at her going to town in this scene. Come on. She's acting her brains out. Give it up. This is, uh, th- That's actually a surprising scene, as I recall. It really like, is. Whoa, like, okay. Now I'm all, I'm all emotionally invested. Yeah. It's all serious and stuff. See, that, was, like- that was a square background. That was a yeah. square background for him. I do love the fact that he fail. He comment. He gets mad at them for not checking the case. And right. He doesn't <laughs> until on. until he's well away right here, which of course is a great laugh moment in the theater. <laughs> yes. Because I did see this in the theater, so I feel special. Oh, I'm probably one yeah. of the only five people, and the other four laughed. So I don't remember if I did or not. Did this movie do well at all in the states anyway? For being I, so I, French, I believe it did all right. Yeah, people generally liked it. I was really surprised when I showed it to some friends of mine, and they didn't like it at all. I was like, "Really? <laughs> Why didn't they like it?" I, I don't even know. They they couldn't really articulate it. They're it just was, like, "That was dumb." I'm like, "What do you mean? It's, it was it, just weird." It but was weird. It was awesome. I didn't like it. I wonder if they picked the name Corbin because it's so easy to say fast, like. <laughs> Corbin. It was probably something else, but he just kept saying it so fast that it just turned into Corbin. Yeah. And they're like, just call him Corbin, because otherwise... Yeah, on the other hand, Lilu is awfully hard to get through. That's, uh-huh. a, that's, a, that's a hard one to do. Oh, I love this. <laughs> this, this, this ain't me. <laughs> Budget, $90 million, Opening weekend, 17 uh, yeah, US. 90, that sounds about right. That's big. For 97, that's pretty darn I big. I like that the stones are in me almost feels like a riddle, but then he's like, yeah. well, if, I'm just, you got a hole in yeah. you, so how what about if, I try that one yeah. first? It's like, well, but it's not very ambiguous. It's like yeah. the stones are in me. What other interpretation is there? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I don't know. It could have been some kind of weird yeah. metaphor or now something. See, Mike, but she should have, she should have just, got, where are the stones? I swallowed them. Yeah. <laughs> Abdomen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Mike, you should count yourself lucky. You could have had those stones inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Right. Yeah. You don't want to pass those stones, I, that's for sure. By the I would need a lot more Vicodin by now. <laughs> uh, it, cost, it cost $90 million. By the end of its theatrical run in the U.S., it had made 63 Yeah, it was not big. Yeah. It was not big in the U.S. But I, I imagine overseas. What, get the overseas Oh, money? yeah, I'm sure it did fine. Yeah, France. It was big in France. Yeah, surprise, surprise. It's genius in France. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I, for some reason, think... Or that he's funny in this. Especially the fact that everyone in the, the galaxy is listening yeah. <laughs> to everything that's going on right now. 
And then Bruce Willis finally gets to be Bruce Willis. Yeah. It's like, here we go. Finally. Oh, that's why they cast him. Turn him loose. All right. He's got the ripped shirt. The ripped tuxedo. Come on. Who would win in a fight between Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. It depends. Is it is it a physical fight or a screaming fight? Uh, they don't have weapons, but they ha- one has to defeat the other. Clearly, hmm. it can be yelling, can be punching. I'll, now I'll now they're both Bruce back Willis. in their intimate. I'll what? go with Br- Bruce Willis on that yeah. one. Yeah, I totally go with Bruce Willis. He Sam was, Jackson doesn't he was actually a boxer ever... in the movie that they Sam were Jackson doesn't do anything. He yeah. just well, they like, were in, talks a lot. They were in Die Hard with a Vengeance with each other. That's yeah, true. exactly. And he That's didn't true. do anything. He, yeah. he like you know he just sat there and screamed. Yeah, he just like yelled at Bruce Willis who was doing <laughs> all the all the hard work. Ooh, good thing he moved. Samuel L. Jackson and Jeff Goldblum. More even fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were, who would throw the first punch? I can't yeah. imagine either one of them making the move. Like, well, uh, I, I suppose uh, um, just go ahead. Just do your... Motherfucker! Just, do your thing. Do your thing. English, just, do you speak it? Just just <laughs> do, throw a punch. Do it. Start. Go. Look at the big brain on Malcolm. <laughs> Don't do this, Ruby. Just stay where you are. Yeah. Now, see, again, in your 90 million, and the, this is what I was impressed by when I... Just the destruction. Just, well, just the fact that it's like, Jesus, this is a huge movie. Yeah. Where, who made this thing? Where did it come from? Because this is look at this scene they've they've uh, you know presumably built because I don't think they rented this location yeah. for this scene um, and then blew the crap out of the whole place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little wave. That's what gets me. <laughs> I like how he tries to play it like I just I just got here. Yeah, geez. it was like that when I got here. Who are you guys? I he went that way. <laughs> Are you looking for the for the guy from Die Hard? I think he's over yeah. there. Yeah, the guy, he, he had, the uh, guy was shooting on you. He, he went that way. He had dark hair and uh, shorter hair than me. It's not it's not me at all. It's really amazing that he he tries that. But then again, they are they do appear so, so stupid, stupid that they yeah. might even yeah. buy it. Yeah, not exactly. Not big. No big brains on these guys. Mm. Why would he step on? They the, another group of people that don't really seem to understand the concept of a fulcrum. They're like, you are on a seesaw right now, mm-hmm. how and you stepped on it on purpose. Yes, really, really crossing into the cartoon world right yeah. there. Fortunately, you know, can't can't hit anything on purpose. But when he's waving it around, he's doing headshots left and right. <laughs> he's Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's totally Leroy Jenkins. Ooh, there were some knee shots in there. Yeah, that's painful. But they're dead, so it's all right. <laughs> so it didn't last dead very long. Dead from shots to the knees. It is you know what? If, just, if, like, just like all stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. If this if this wasn't really uh, if this wasn't really happening, Ruby would be really smart to to do a show like this. Yeah. This is this is this the is like war of the world. Of world yeah. Worlds, yeah. <laughs> right about here is where you kind of go. Okay, I think we're just about had enough of Chris Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, okay, you're either in for the whole ride now or you're you're done with the movie yeah. by this point. He pretty much spends the entire movie, especially from this point on, screaming. His screaming actually overpowers the sound of the explosion <laughs> that's about to come. Yeah. There's about eight too many Comandales in this for me yeah. for my taste. And, you know, that's and that's a that's a minor that's a minor note. I like that the 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 bomb apparently really does need him to count to 10. See? Yeah, I mean, that's just, look at this. This is insane. This movie. Oh, this is the, the, as as I recall from stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, at that moment, right there. Yeah. That's the that's moment. a cut, Chris. Yeah. That's a cut. Where's a cut? As I recall from the uh, trivia, that's the largest indoor explosion ever. Yeah, and it it almost set the entire soundstage on fire. Yes, and I have I have no trouble believing that. Yeah, I love. He set a bomb. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> How long did I have? Shit. That's right. There's also the bomb. I have to go back. 
That's how you deal with that. But, but the bomb, it's it's like the 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 villain lives in his own little world where he planted a bomb and now he's got to be the yeah. hero who goes and disarms <laughs> it's, it. It's, it's inconvenient. So he's inconvenient in his own little movie. Yeah, <laughs> he really is. He's in his, he's his own little story. Yeah, even at this point, at the, this far into the movie, Bruce Willis hasn't done anything really to it. That has affected it. Well, he's that got the stones. Affected, yeah, he's, he's only he's got he his hands the on the stones. But he didn't really have to but do anything. But not through like a series of events that yeah, was directly did, foyled. All he had to do was show open. up and get them. Yeah. You know, and show up where the stones were. That's it. And collect them. So he's he's really kind of like the FedEx guy in Gary Oldman's movie. <laughs> That's all he is. He's the messenger boy. There we yeah, go. It, it very much is like that idea of like, well, we're the stars of our own lives and everybody else are extras yeah. in our lives. <laughs> it's like, so this could be this could, this could be special edition where you could probably make a movie where you just cut Bruce Willis out of it. <laughs> Can you make the Gary Oldman-centric version of this movie? <laughs> you just have to figure out how to get around the whole actual stone activation sequence. This is a big trailer moment, I remember. Yeah. Blau. Oh, yeah, I love that guy in the back. Oh, fuck. Yeah, hey. Meanwhile, on the what blooper... Are we co- man. <laughs> On the blooper reel, there's a one shot where everyone cracks up after he shoots Ian Holm in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, oh. Sorry. Get the reconstitution machine. I gotta get, we need another Ian. <laughs> Master, stop it. <laughs> These guys are like, is, is, is the idea that everyone aristocratic is just flaming? Is that, is yes. that what this is about? That's, that's is what that the, the world un- has devolved that's, into. That's the underscore. That's what whereas, they're trying whereas, to say. Yeah, whereas Corbin, who is the only like working man, is the only normal, insane person. <laughs> yeah, that's why he gets the hot chick. Yeah, because exactly. everyone else clearly is not qualified. Well, apparently, I don't know. Uh, Chris Tucker's got some game, apparently, at least yeah. for stewardesses. Well, this really doesn't have a lot of range. He's very good at this. No, he does. He does have range. He just doesn't get he doesn't, doesn't get doesn't get called years. on to use it. Yes, you're often. trying to save the world. I remember. Yeah, that's why I said that he's the guy who's he started out as the comedy guy. He's the guy who's good at it, and so you know he just he shows up and he does this, but uh, he does have range. Yeah, he's, he's on moonlighting, right? Death yeah. becomes. Yeah, her. that was that was the that was how he broke well. through was on moonlighting. That was a comedy, so he was just like a wacky goofball, handsome yeah, guy. Yeah, he was the comedy. That's as we talked. It's about. amazing how good he is at the other. As thing. we talked about in Die Hard, you know, Die Hard was like. Bruce Willis as an action in an action movie? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see yeah. that. He's so fucking good at this. Yeah. How interesting that that's what how that happened. I like I he's playing a uh, you know, Chris Tucker's playing a very good comic bit there when he looks at it, he's like oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's 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 in the moment, I guess we'll give him that one. Yeah. He's uh, he's He's sticking to it. It just uh, bomb detectors. Je- How does that even make sense? Jeopardy is. And why re- does the bomb detector go off? Half now. An hour yeah. When, after the yeah. When planning. five when you got five minutes left to go. Yeah. That's a bad bomb. It detector. always stops at one on the show. It can't go off at yeah. any time. Only when it was funny. Pretty sure that's Jack Noseworthy again. That's my guess. No him. No. Yeah. No. You no, don't think it's Jack Noseworthy? No. no. Okay. Who is it then? Uh, it's the other guy. It's that other guy who's not Jack Noseworthy. Yeah. Okay. He's good too. It's Jack Noseworthless. Ah, it's, it's Jack Chinworthy. <laughs> They don't even try to defuse the bomb either. Yeah, just get, like, yeah. out here. That never works. Let's get the hell out. That's <laughs> the, that's my plan. We got five minutes. That's enough. Let me see. I'll find him. So again, <laughs> nice. None, none, not with the circles. Now he's now he's got all rectangles behind oh, him. Oh, everything's got all screwy for him. But does yeah. Corbin have circles behind him? That's yeah. the thing now. Ooh, uh, is that what they're uh, trying to uh, say? Uh, 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 oh, it's Comic Con. <laughs> That does look kind of like the San Diego Convention Center. Lee Evans is the ah, name of the guy. I like the, uh, the okay, clever 
like the fire has. There we go. The yes, closest. it was the closest. Th- they actually were on the set together. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a set for that's one a... shot. They yeah. just miss each other. Bruce, that's Bruce, the closest they get. Like, Bruce I'm a big fan of you. Like after that shot, yeah. Chris, uh, he just uh, he come just on. Showed yeah. up. Really enjoyed working hey, with you. Hey, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, all right. I'll big big fan. See you later. Great to yeah. meet you. I love the pop up uh, fire escape. It's a really clever little. Go this way. Evacuate yeah. this way. Do you think they brought it bing, up? Bing, Do you think bing. Gary Oldman and Bruce Willis both went to Luke Besson and said, you realize that we never have a scene together. Yeah. We don't ever actually do anything together. And he's like, oh, oh, oh and such. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just lost your your title as racist commissioner. <laughs> That's not racism. <laughs> That's ethnocentrism. And besides, Black people can be French. We're allowed to make fun of the French. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. our right as Americans. Yeah, it's, it's, it's apparently right now it's the cool thing to do. Yeah. And he goes all slow too. Like the key card might blow yeah, up in his face. You might face. want to do it really slow. That's yeah. what you want to do: is do it very slowly when the uh, bomb is ticking down. <laughs> Have a nice day. Thank yeah. you. Of course, it stops at five instead of one because it's the fifth element, and the number five Ooh, is a big thing. Oh, that's that's nice. pretty serious. And then uh, that, I love that that it's clearly just a. That little, was a master lock. Yeah, it's a master <laughs> lock. <laughs> eh, beh. And then they set that for five. Yeah, go. And then the villain's gone. The end. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Okay. He didn't scream as much that time. Yeah. That was actually his, his more sedate. Wow. Whoa. Trailer shot. Oh, yeah. Pretty good explosion in space, too. Yeah. It made sense that it was falling because it's so close to the planet. So. Uh, nah. No. Yes. <laughs> the, the, not, the, not the explosion, the, the physical the, the, yeah, the ship. Yeah, no, I know. No. No? No. Why? No, because no. the pieces would still be in orbit. They'd still yeah. be moving forward. No. That's, that's what keeps them from falling. Except for the ones that were blown toward the planet. But uh-huh. yeah. Especially. Yeah, well, you know, but the French don't even have a space program, so they don't know this. Yeah. Or a special but when, planet. But when they do, when they finally have manned spaceships themselves, that's they'll right. totally look like They'll that. totally understand. Yeah, that's true. They probably will. Yeah, that's right. No, they'll look like the fucking new Enterprise. That's what they'll look like. I swear that this guy, I, I honestly thought, that he had like a contact lens in to make him look all cross-eyed. No, he's and crazy. Yeah, that no. face. Yeah, he he's just got a lazy eye. So, so again, I again thinking about making this movie. I just I picture just you know Chris Tucker is sitting in a director's chair, you know, and he just sort of takes stock of his life at that moment. Like <laughs> I'm wearing a gown with roses all around it. I've got these like with a penis pompadour. Penis pompadour. This could, That's my new ska band. This, yeah, <laughs> it's like just like just is there ever a moment of self doubt when when you look at yourself and realize that's what you're doing that day with your life is this might not be the right move what so, I'm doing. So this is my and dream. And then he checked huh? his bank account. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh right, yeah, I think the penis on my head should be bigger." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Luke. Or you know what's smaller? Fuck it, it's a comedy. Luke, what if it, what if in this one I scream like a girl? Great, let's try that. Let's go with that one. Wonder, Check, uh, maybe he was really scared. Maybe he that's he just was screaming because his, the world was exploding around him. Are her suspenders actually made of jelly? Is that what that is? <laughs> oh dear, it's too early for that. Yeah, we have. Yes, a whole, this is a very clear uh, yeah. false resolution. A whole of the third act to go, folks. Unfortunately, yeah. even though we've gotten rid of the villain. Yeah, there's no more villain. Well, of course. <laughs> and now say, what? He actually, even strangely says, enough, we, now yeah, what? Yeah, strangely enough, we actually have we haven't really gotten rid of the villain because really, after all is said and done, Gary Oldman is really a lieutenant villain. Uh huh. You know, yeah, the, we've gotten the, rid of Saruman. We still have Sauron. Yeah, exactly. The ultimate evil has uh, yet to be confronted. There are two S Amans in Lord of the Rings. I thought it was just Sauron. I need to watch Lord of the Rings again. No. 
they're they're connected. They're the two towers. They both they're the ones who have. Yeah. They each have their tower. They're the two towers. There are he two just towers. Blew his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into Lord of the Rings. Well, you would think now now I the, read because the the evil was it was a star that it like possessed right. That's what happened. I don't know. I, I think don't remember. I, I I'm think just that's what happened. Just like emerged. You, you got to have void. a big cord yeah. for your talking device. It's just how it is. But uh, you know, you think you think that something the size of a star just just you know booking it through space would screw up astronomy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just ever, just all the planets are getting pulled into its wake and stuff. Yeah. Whoops. That'd be pretty amazing. We need a shot like that. We need the like the Matrix Reloaded shot where just there's Saturn and stuff just <laughs> like the, knocking into each other behind it. Like an establishing shot of the entire solar system where yeah. everything's just zigzagging Yuck. all over the place. Yeah. Ah. Uh oh, screwed that one up. Oh, and now is go. not the time, lady. <laughs> yeah, still, still, she's only learned her way up to the W's. Yeah. So she's her next line is going to be what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. She, we thought she was typing war. She was just typing what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's, it's, it's an Aronofsky film for two minutes. It's the end, of the, Trey, it's the end of the abyss. I know you've expressed a sentiment before about you don't like it when movies use real historical Yeah, real, real tragedy to uh, tell their fictional story. Yeah. Well, in the abyss, it was video. Yeah, which these, are just, these are just like pictures. Yeah, but I mean, it's like somehow that feels worse. Although there's really no you know measurable yeah. difference between it. You know, I just learned the other day, and I didn't know this before. That picture of uh, the guy that's being executed in Vietnam, and he's making the weird face. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he's actually like a terrible guy, and the guy that's shooting him is yeah. like, the police. Yeah, chief. he's Viet Cong. I never realized being, that. Ex- and yet, that's still it's still people are like, oh my god, they executed yeah. people. Yeah, that pi- that picture kind of affected how we felt about it. The photographer like, yeah. uh, devoted the rest of his life trying to clear the name of the guy that was shooting the right. other yeah. dude. He was, you know, that guy was a, the guy he executed was because he needed killing. But, uh, yeah, it was a big thing. But that, uh, but, he you made, know, but he made a, a pathetic face and everyone yeah. got it wrong. Everyone yeah. at the end of the, the mush, you know, at the very end, there's the mushroom cloud and she's like, oh no. But like, if you had no conception of war such that you had to type it in in French Google or whatever that is, like, <laughs> wouldn't you be like, it's oh, Wikipedia. Sweet. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Google. Yeah. <laughs> I like weak. <laughs> Thank you. I was worried no one was going to acknowledge my genius. I, I, I salute you for that one. I like their uh, little e torches. Yeah, it's just some fluorescent lights on them. Okay, let's have a. It's it's it's. I don't understand how they quite sort out because there's a couple. There's one that's like with the yeah with them down, but the other the have other ones them up. are up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, which how one do is you figure that one out? Or maybe it's just because it's magic, so it would work either way as long as it's on the right pedestal. Well, I'm sure the magical advanced technology machine is intuitive enough to right. go, okay, you've got yeah. it close yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah that's good. Right that's good. This really is a lot of effort, though. There should yeah. be, like, a button. Yeah. Really. It shouldn't be that this much of a thing. Well, it's it's that old, like, oh, we're going to have an advanced technology inside of a stone machine right. thing. Right. That That classic old trope. It looks like an ancient artifact. Yeah. Well, why does it look like an ancient artifact? Uh, just because it does. Well, we didn't want to freak the people out yeah, around but, it, but yeah, they be, didn't know about it because we because hid it. Because you see, we wanted a... you to proceed on faith. So if we'd given you a, a proof of alien technology that couldn't have otherwise existed, then you'd believe automatically. And and that's why, bad for some reason. Yeah. Having evidence yeah. of what we're trying to make you live your life by. Having evidence of what we believe is a very important thing that you need to know. Yeah. Yes, and we'll send you to some kind of horrifying eternal damnation if you don't follow it. It makes sense. It makes sense. It made sense it in makes, my head. Look, when, it I, makes sense. when I created the universe, it made sense in my head. 
It makes sense to us, okay? That's just we're really Where, high, and it's the done. U- it would take so much effort to do it yeah. the right way. Where's, now, where's the YouTube video? Where's the YouTube video where they've turned all these lights into lightsabers for no particular reason? <laughs> I did rotoscope Princess Bride footage. Oh, there you go. Nice. Where's that YouTube video? Uh, that was about four years before YouTube. Wow. No, two years. Oh, hush. You're fine. There was no life before YouTube. Nothing existed before YouTube. <laughs> we need to stop watching the movie. It was actually legitimately it. amusing that what yeah. he just did there. <laughs> Why did I got to get the broke one. Look, look at him in the background. He's like massaging it, yeah. trying to get it to open. So yeah. But then, but then, what what happens here? We get a little bit of science as yeah. well. They're like, "What did you do? Do exactly the same yeah. thing, exactly <laughs> like you did, and then we'll sort it out." Control group. Yeah, That's control right, exactly. we'll change one thing. Recreate <laughs> the parameters as best as you could. He's. Like, I had. I had my hands here. And I said, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that's up. The yeah. other ones are down, but that one's up. Yeah. But it's still just wavy lines. Yeah. That's somehow how you're Because sp- the other one, the water is wavy lines as well. Right. But it's but, not like but you're going to be But the water to- should be at the bottom, yeah. whereas air would be on top. Oh. Wow. Hey, see, I worked it out. When the, I'm surprised they sorted it out. Yeah. <laughs> when the world comes to... When the, when this, when this shit goes down, you're going to want me in the Up room. Up or down. Up or down. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can you tell? I don't know. They're just colors. How can you tell the wind from the yeah. water? That's the, that's going to be the tricky question. Yeah, it's a cute little bit. Yeah. A... No, the water. No, wait. Hold on. Fire is vertical squigglies. Yeah. Water would be vertical straight lines. No, it's, it's horizontal because it's water and it's waves. As an and then, ocean. and then, yeah, the, water. and Earth is the horizontal straight, straight lines. lines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that does actually totally make sense. Yeah. Nice interactive lighting there. That's the way to make that work. Yeah, <laughs> the ba- the babbling here is what yeah. makes it really work. Though. Yeah, he really is like it's like very few people actually can do that with their voice. That's yeah. actually kind of scary that he could do that with his voice. I stop. Sm- if I mean, if I knew, <laughs> if I knew, I would do. Oh boy, there it is. And now we have the payoff. Yeah, Brian, isn't this like a a screenwriting precept, the one match thing? Well, that's what the well, that's gun, what Chekhov's gun, gun is. Oh. It's, well, it's, it's also called the law. The, well, it's more generally it's the law of conservation of right. detail. You never <laughs> you never include a detail unless it factors into the, the okay. And it's point. also the opposite of a Deus Ex Machina. Because yes. if he just pulled out this, if we'd yeah. never seen him do this before, and he just pulls out a matchbook right. with one match left, then you're pissed off because it's like fuck which, you. Which just, is Stephen King's thing. It's like you know every ending is a Deus Ex Machina. It's just a matter of going back and putting the gun yeah. back on the mantle. Yeah. So it's fine in your first draft to have your ending come out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just, just a new second a, draft. Yeah, like, yeah that's the ending. Now I just got to make sure it works. So yeah. I got to re- retroactively make that ending pay off. So. We have all these pictures on the mantle of her riding a horse and shit. Can you go back and have a line where she's like, yeah. I'm going to ride the horse side saddle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, normal. Yeah, I'm going to go to Coney Island. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what What pictures do we have? Uh, horseback riding, Coney Island. Okay, great, okay, good. Okay, we'll great. talk about that. Okay. Flying in planes, great. Yeah, acting, good. We'll do that. Car porn. Oh. Car porn. Good idea. Having sex in cars, yeah. Yeah, see. They don't talk. I think you you really do need to get the impression that it's love because they don't talk about yes yes like sex that is a very good thing <laughs> we should save that. Um, they're talking about love, so uh, it seems within the movie itself, it seems the message is the fifth element is love. This so, is this is a hard uh, again you know hats off to Bruce Willis because it's it's yeah. hard to pull off a really kind of heavy handed scene like yeah, this and make you buy it he's working it yeah 
I mean, he's, and actually, you said talk about having no range. I mean, he just he he got to he got a scene like this in Die Hard too, where he got to actually get all emotional and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, he's he's going for it. He's 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 not phoning this in. He's he's giving it his best shot. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm a woman. So, I'm so close. Say I'm it. So close. Exactly. She's like, oh, you've shown me. Yeah, sure, sure, but but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember whose gag that was. Some some stand up comedian was like, you could you could. Uh, you you could be like you are so amazing you're the best person you you are the best part of me and just go on and on and she's like and <laughs> it's like if you don't say the three words nothing yeah, else counts it's true and that's what's happening what just happened right there ah there you go that always Simon reminded me says. of Simon yes, yes. exactly <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the the way, that's the and then the fifth element is love <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have to press the middle you get to press the center. She just like puked the universe to safety. Yeah, <laughs> she's like John Coffee. <laughs> That's right. It's a hell of a dry heave. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, I've n- see now those are like solid, whereas before they were all twinkly. But they had what? a budget for that. Yeah, show. yeah. What a, what a I like the movie. I like the implication that that's how the first moon got there. That happened ah, a thousand yeah. years ago. Wow. And then the, so now we've got two moons. Because it happened again. But the moon is older we than have a thousand years. No, oh, stop. We have a new moon. Oh. New moon. Ooh. And we also have a new hope. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> they all said yeah right after I said my thing, so clearly I win. But it is interesting that she was like, oh, no, it's too late. Where it's like, well, the other one, yeah, it's happened it, before. It, You'll be fine. You did it okay before last time. I wish characters more often in stories like these would go, you know what? No, this is bullshit yeah, right. and I'm done. Yeah, because yeah. in real life, you don't know the movie's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what's next? Yeah. Okay, yeah. now what happens? That's what he was doing. He's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving. Set. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Wash my hands. Wow. In the that's, a, that's a hard line to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of context, like, wait, what? Which reactor? <laughs> then it has like Are the, they powering the city? The reactor does what now? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is, isn't the light in here? Oh, no, it's blue. I thought it was orange. That would have made sense. No. Blue? That was, that was a very big reaction from him. Yeah. yeah. Like, like... <gasps> it would like, make so- Wait, 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 Like, wait, you wait, didn't wait. expect that was going to be what you were going to find the in there? The first I mean, four elements on. are red, yellow, green, and blue. She's orange. Why are they yeah, having the big be, symbolic sex scene? It should be orange-like. I guess oh. it's not sexy. It should be, yeah. But they should be making orange-like like, 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 like crazy. Yeah. Like. There should be trap code shine of orange light coming yeah. out of this. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The trap code shine. Maybe they tried and it just doesn't look right. It just looks creepy. Play. Makes them all scary. Makes them look like they're on fire. I can't think of a movie with blatantly orange light. I can think of blue and red and green. Yeah. Well, it would seem pretty simple because that's what tungsten light is. And it's the whole orange cyanide thing. Exactly. Just balance the film wrong, yeah. and you've got orange light. Just so, shoot at daylight. It's a very James film. Bondy ending. That uh, you know, it's always that's it's certainly the spy who loved me. But uh, other movies, it's James Bond movies, is like, oh, you've saved the world. Let me congratulate. Oh God, he's having sex. Oh Good God, Lord. Yeah. So human. Yeah. Oh, at the freeze and frame. The 80s freeze frame I'm sorry. The, the freeze frame is like, wow. Yeah. It's for for me. It's the Aerosmith. That's not Aerosmith. I know. But, I was making yeah. it It's like French Aerosmith. I like this movie more. Brian now. James. Yes, I did get his name. I, I, I think I've come around on this movie. It's still fucking weird, but now I get it. Oh, that's right, Tiny Lister. Okay, I remember he was in a, he was in a, a great movie called Monster Arc. That's where I know him from. Brian, Fifth Monster Element? Arc isn't that what Renee is in? Yeah, I didn't oh. want to name drop, but thank you for helping me with All that. All right, uh, Fifth uh, Element. Yeah, it's a great movie. Made you giggly. <laughs> <laughs> Dark the man. End. The end. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? This isn't French Blade Runner. It's Freedom Blade you know Runner. What? That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> that shit is right stupid. Now. It's Blade Runner fries. Yeah, no, that, wait, a... no, I, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, still great. Lots of fun. Uh, very, very, you know, just kind of like, you know, just watching it again. Like you say, you you go, who made this movie? Yeah. This is so strange. They, they committed to this one, awesome. boy. Just the sheer amount of ideas and and things going on it's it's mind-boggling and the, and and again all of the people like you say it just in it who are committing i can't we we would have noticed there there weren't a lot of people aside from the president who was a little iffy but otherwise uh, which i contend is part of the joke yeah but um uh for the most part i i don't remember any performances that didn't work people who weren't buying into it and this was a largely um I mean, even before it became in vogue to to be largely synthetic, it's a largely synthetic movie in one way or the other. So it's it's really impressive. Still, it Trey? holds up. It uh, for someone who hasn't really uh, watched this movie very much. I mean, I was it was kind of taken as I said, taken by surprise, and it just sort of came out of nowhere. And then I watched, it and I was like, "Huh, so that happened." Okay. And who said who mentioned Mobius? Did I, did. Mobius I did. Did I get it? Did yeah, I yeah, Gerard, Yeah, there they are. Yes, it's like I said that that hat is that police hat is very Mobius. Um, but you know all these all these guys are are you know names you know Les Dilly and all these guys are are sort of associated with future you know, futuristic uh, designs. Anyway, I was I was when I saw the movie, I was kind of like, wow, that was boy they they made that the they made the hell out of that movie. They made that, that is movie. a thing that exists. They, someone made that movie, and I was it. it, it this, I only think of one hairstylist for Mr. Willis. That guy lost his yeah, job pretty that's shortly. A, that's a, but that's a big that's a big job. I um, <laughs> not when he doesn't have air anymore. Yeah, you sort of look at him. You're done. Go. I uh, a little bit of powder and you're good. God bless this union. There's only one other movie I can think of that uh, that kind of falls into this weird kind of category where there's it's fine and I enjoyed it and I can't think of what to say about it other right. than that was fine and that's cool. Oh Brother Where Art Thou nah. is the other movie where and I I, I talked to the I maker one, yeah. you know I I was friend of a friend of Ethan Cohen and I met him and I said yeah I just saw Brother Where Art Thou and I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> And the person I was with when I saw the movie, we you know we watched the movie and we're both you know very you know smart people who like to pick things apart and you know and I don't normally associate with people like that, but uh, <laughs> but she's you know we're both like yes we're very intellectual and we will examine a movie and take it apart and we both watched Oh Brother Where Art Thou and we were like that was fun and I enjoyed it. How did it manage to do that to not trip any of our sensors <laughs> to make us want to like okay let's figure out what's wrong with this movie and why did this movie insult my intelligence? This this movie is like it is what it is and I I don't know why people wanted us to cover it because we as we've proven there's not a lot to say yeah, about there's it not a lot to bitch about i mean i mean the one thing you can say about it is and i guess it makes sense actually being a french movie because they're very into the auteur theory over there is that uh, it's, it's like they made their own word for it yeah it's it's very um it, you know the, the word has become really overused now but it is a visionary movie in the sense that you can tell this is one guy pushing his thing. Yeah. You know, he's like, he, they made This is what I'm making. And whether anyone liked it or not, he just made it the way he wanted to. And I'd like to see, you know, as we've talked about before, and, and you were saying, you know, he, they pick it and they go for it. And I would like to see much more 
movies like this because even though they sometimes turn out very weird because only one person really understands everything that he's doing yeah. um the fountain it's still yeah. it's still much more interesting than movies that have been dumbed down so yeah. everyone can understand what they're doing yeah. at all yeah. times sometimes it's the fountain mo- sometimes it's Ang Lee's Hulk but yeah. it's nice that they're trying yes exactly like, yeah. you, you know that uh, Basson made this movie for him or you know he had that one yeah. person and like I'm making this movie for this one person yeah. whether it was him or whoever else as opposed to any standard fairs today that's tried to make for uh, try to make it for everyone as, for yeah. as many people as possible yeah. and then you just get this watered down boring yeah. Yeah. thing that has no personality, no identity. So. doesn't cross any lines at all because yeah. then you'll lose part of your demographic and you won't make back, make back your $90 million. Yeah. The, the mystery is where he got $90 million. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that's, it, that's a hell of a feat. And you can feel that in this. Like we, we talked about it as it went. It's like, all right, that guy with the, the silly hat who does the dance after Corbin takes his gun, that's that's – 50 people who just decided the movie was stupid and, <laughs> yeah. and stopped yeah. watching, you yeah. know, and it's like there's moments like that all through it. And it's but it's like if you can ride all the way through it, it's a really fun ride. Yeah. And it makes no apologies for it. Yeah, exactly. I make no apologies for The Fifth Element. And this has been Down in Front. You can always find my episodes at downinfront.net. Uh, go to iTunes, subscribe, get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter, Facebook, slash Down in Front. You'll find us there. Go to the store and buy this DVD and we get a dollar. Go to the forum and involve yourself in the conversation. Perhaps there are show notes. Perhaps there are show notes in this very file. Check chapters on iTunes, yo. And until next time, I am T. Christie. Brian Finister. Mike Scott. Chase Dogs. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night. Coming, the show's over. Coming, the show's over. Stop broadcasting, Coming. The show's over, Coming. Coming, stop broadcasting. Stop recording, Coming. Sounded like you were saying Conan. I was not saying Conan, Coming. Multipass. Trendsinyourhead.com. <laughs>